Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at Skeffington's.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale now joined by head coach Tom Wilson as Dowling takes on Des Moines Roosevelt here at Hoover High School, McGrain Stadium. And uh, Coach Wilson, thanks for joining us, and uh, best of luck to the Maroons tonight. All right, thank you, Mark. A rare Thursday night game. Haven't had too many of this these in, in quite some time, but uh, uh, coming off a big win last week over Waukee Northwest, you're 4-0, and taking on Des Moines Roosevelt, who's 2-2, two and two, but on Thursday night. And uh, for our listeners who may not be aware, uh, Coach, what are some of the reasoning for a Thursday night game? Because they do play them in, in different parts of states where – uh, schools share stadiums. Well, and that was the intent with the the new stadium there by Drake uh, that some of the city schools are sharing uh, that wasn't uh, going to be ready. So we had to go to a plan B, and then um, it comes down to officials, and, and a, it was kind of late in the game where they realized, well, this stadium isn't going to be done, and uh, you go to try to make play that game on a Friday night, um, and you're going to have different officials, some that you know may have to travel a long ways or some that may not be used to 5A football. So um, we kept it on a Thursday night and tried to find a spot. Uh, Roosevelt thought they could play it over at Hoover, and it's their home game, so here we go. All right. And on grass, first time, and I think the only time all year, you're playing a, a high school game on grass. Yeah, our, it's, our kids are spoiled, to be honest with you. They... Uh, <laughs> We practiced on grass a couple of times this week, and you know it's. Uh, they kind of wondered what that was. We just don't. Uh, we don't play on grass very often anymore, but uh, it's good for us. <laughs> well, coach, last week uh, defeating uh, Waukee Northwest. Uh, what a game it was! Thirty-one seventeen, the final. You were up twenty-one ten at halftime. You had a lot of good things going, and it seemed like whatever you, uh, you know, you thought that Rashad Davis teams were going to start, you know, keying on him. Well, you had. You had the uh, uh, the answer to most of that because and the check down with the offense and your quarterback Dante Cataldo, you really checked into some good stuff and made some good decisions. You could see it as the game progressed, but uh, they were trying to take the run away and uh, uh, you made him pay. Yeah, you know it's uh, really proud of Dante. I mean, he had a really really good game statistically. Uh, was very smart with the football and and made some big plays and uh, was happy for him and. You know, I, I think anybody that's played Dowling Catholic in the last 19 years realizes that you're going to have to stop the run and just happens to be Rashad Davis now and, and our offense. And uh, we we knew we were going to have to go to some different things as people uh, start keying on what all our tendencies are. And, and hopefully there's more of that to come. 
Well, the uh, your offense obviously clicking, putting up 31 points. But defensively, Sam Johnson was the first multi-talented quarterback. He can run and throw, and that was the first uh, uh, you know challenge for your defense. Seeing a quarterback like that, and you know he he threw for one touchdown, but he also threw two for two interceptions, and and he rushed the ball. I think he had uh, about 20 or, or 88 yards rushing. So not a bad job on a very talented quarterback for Waukee Northwest and Sam Johnson. Uh, really, he's a he's a good player, and and uh, he makes you stand on your toes. And he's you know he's not the biggest guy, but he's really athletic. And you know I think kudos to him. He's really improved himself as a thrower. And uh, two years ago when he was starting, um, you really did the 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 pass was an afterthought. And you know then he's he's dumping a couple over our heads. So uh, good player. I, I think it took a while for us to get really our feet underneath us, um, but in the end. Um, Given up a, you know, a couple of scores. We had a nice goal line stand, which was really important. And those interceptions with Parker Pearson literally being a last-minute starter uh, gets the first tur- turnover, and then Zach Smith gets the other. And um, really proud of those guys. But I thought overall defensively, uh, we did a pretty good job. Yeah, Jacob Kruger uh, led the team in tackles with seven against Waukee Northwest and Dylan Manning. Uh, Trauma gets a little protective of those kickers, but uh, Shu has really done a really nice job for us. This is with head coach Tom Wilson before tonight's game. Yes, it's Thursday night football, Dowling and Roosevelt at uh, Hoover High School, McGrain Stadium. This is Mark Hamadell. We'll return with Coach Wilson. We'll talk about tonight's opponent, the Des Moines-Roosevelt Roughriders, who come in with a record of 2-2 two and two here on Iowa Catholic Radio. What does religion have to do with politics? If we can say that the mission of the church is the happiness and salvation of all, then the church will sometimes have to be involved with politics, since the actions of governments can have an impact on people's happiness and salvation. By reflecting on the natural law and the gospel, the church has developed social principles that should guide our societies and governments, including everything from the right to private property and a just wage, to how we treat the poor and immigrants. Of course, Catholics need not be monolithic in how these principles are applied. There is room for legitimate difference of opinion on many issues. On the other hand, the church also teaches that some issues are so fundamental as to be non-negotiable. In the document Sacramentum Caritatis, Pope Benedict named three specific issues that are paramount to the common good. First, defending human life at all ages and stages. Second, upholding traditional marriage between one man and one woman. Thirdly, protecting the natural right of parents to educate and raise their children according to their beliefs. Life, marriage, family. These three form the very foundation of society and should be given due priority by Catholics when we go to the ballot box. This is Greg Ewell for Faith Check. Welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Dowling and Roosevelt tonight. Maroons come in with a record of 4-0 and Dowling taking on one Rosa, record of 2-2 two two here at McGrain Stadium on the campus of Hoover High School and uh, Coach Wilson uh, first time meeting uh, Roosevelt probably in about four or five years. I think the last time Dowling played Roosevelt was a playoff game at Williams Stadium uh, back in 2018. So it's been a while since uh, played the Rough Riders. We're going to meet them this year, and we're going to see them again next year, talk about their team. And uh, uh, and obviously they have a new coach since they, you played them last. Yeah, they uh, obviously, as you mentioned, two and two, uh, got beat by Ames last week. Um, really, they're a, a team that has some athleticism, and, and uh, their quarterback, Jakari Patton, has is, is done a pretty decent job, and, and they've got two very capable running backs. And, um, you know, they, they look like they're a little bit of a mixture offensively as, as they're going to spread you out some, and they can throw or, or pass out of that, or they'll go more into more conventional sets that uh, it's more run-oriented. So, 
Um, but again, as usual with Roosevelt, they're going to have some good athletes defensively. They're going to be in a four-man front. Uh, the, their Mike is their, is their main blitzer, their middle backer. Um, I think they're they're talented in the secondary. I think they have some good athletes most of the night. They're going to be in press coverage, which you know ends up being a challenge for our receivers to be able to get off the line of scrimmage to make plays. And you mentioned their quarterback, Patton, uh, another multi-dimensional quarterback. You're going to see back-to-back uh, in, in successive weeks. Uh, he can run it and he can throw it, and he likes to throw the ball around, but he can uh, he can make something happen when the pocket breaks down, and that will be obviously a concern for your defense this week. Well, it is, and, and uh, really I think the big thing for us is we have to beat them up front, and you know, as everybody knows, it's, it's like a line change in hockey for our guys at times where we just put four new guys in there, and that, that – Hopefully that can be helpful to us um, in getting him uh, out of the pocket and then if we can make tackles. So uh, Patton will be a challenge. I think he's a nice little player and and, uh, played at East a year ago, and now he's over at Roosevelt. They've got a couple of those kids that have have come over. But, uh, you know, hopefully I I think right now, you know, we're certainly battle-tested with the the schedule of which we played, and and, uh, we've got to work that to our advantage. And defensively, or for your offense against the Roosevelt's defense, uh, Tyron Wright is their leading tackler, number 23. What kind of defense are you going to see out of Roosevelt tonight, Coach, and uh, and what are some of the things the Dowling offense can exploit? It's really, uh, you know, it's a, it's a 4-3 is what it is. Tyron will be on the strong side most of the time. Um, he goes about 6-5, 6-6, six, 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 um, really long defensive end. Uh, Henry Claypool, who was here for a while during COVID, and we we got a chance to coach his brother Finn. Uh, Hen- Henry's on the weak side, and then the Mike that I re- referred to earlier is Brady Palmer, who was also over here, um, but he was playing quarterback at the time. So um, yeah, the COVID was a crazy thing. But um, again, you know, some kids that we're familiar with, but yet uh, we've got a game to play, and, and certainly looking forward to it. All right, Coach. Well, best of luck. And before we uh, let you go. Uh, from last week, Walking Northwest, some of the kids that, that graded out well, I know we talked about several, but some of the ones that may have been under the radar after you broke down tape uh, over this past week. Yeah, it's really been uh, really been interesting to to really see our kids grow. I, I think Aiden Ducharme continues to to get better. You know, he's played some on the inside at inside linebacker, and really at one time it was him and, and Lucas Cigliano inside and. Uh, you know, Manning was a little bit under the weather all of last week. So, you know, we were fortunate uh, to have that depth. I think Owen Pins continues to, you know, make plays. And, you know, Ian Middleton do- does as well. And, you know, maybe some of those guys that aren't in the starting lineup, but uh, doing a good job. And I mentioned Parker Pearson. Uh, really proud of him and, and how he stepped in and, uh, you know, was a last-minute starter and certainly uh, did well. And, you know, we referred to Will Lifeker and, you know, the life of a tight end, unless you're catching passes, isn't very glorious. And and uh, fortunately, Will was able to get a couple of them the other night, and hopefully, you know, that can uh, propel him to many more. Coach, one thing that Coach Maynard and I were talking about during the game was uh, your starting center, Carter Smith, got his first varsity start because Max Shelton's going to be out a while. But those other senior linemen, the, the two guards on each side were all seniors, and Max Shelton helping him do the line calls and that. How did Carter Smith uh, grade out uh, when you watched the film? Because he seemed to have a tremendous game with all the things they were doing. Well, Carter's a good player. I mentioned that uh, last week. And and uh, really tough kid. Uh, it matters to him. 
Um, you know, and I, what I also mentioned is he just didn't have the experience that Max Shelton does. And so um, I do think those other kids were instrumental for him. But uh, Carter did a nice job. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say we don't miss Max, but he, he minimized that. And so hopefully he can hold down the spot and, and we can keep rolling uh, until we can get old Max back. Coach, thanks for visiting with us tonight. A rare Thursday night game. We'll be there, and uh, we'll talk to you during halftime and during the postgame. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Mark. Head Coach Tom Wilson joining me here on the pregame show. It's Dowling and Roosevelt here at McGrain Stadium on the campus of Hoover High School. Mark Hemmedale, Matt Mandering, John Chido, and we'll return with uh, more action and more pregame before our kickoff tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for programming comes from Klein Electric, a local family-oriented electrical contractor, a 100% employee-owned company with branches across the Midwest to provide comprehensive electrical services. Klein Electric is able to help with any residential and commercial project. Learn more at kleinelectric.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Catholic United Financial, a member-owned, not-for-profit financial services company that connects, protects, and generously impacts the families, parishes, and schools in Iowa communities. For over 145 years, Catholic United has helped build stable and secure financial futures for Midwest families. Learn more about how Catholic United Financial can help you and your local parish. Contact Tara Weiss or Peter Orm at 1-800-568-6670 or visit catholicunitedfinancial.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome back to McGregor Stadium here on the campus of Hoover High School. Mark Amadale alongside Matt Mandrin, John Chido, And we will come back with more from McGregor Stadium after these messages on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ladies, would you like to know what it is that men really want? I am Father Thomas Lawyer with a Theology of the Body moment for the Tabor Life Institute. In complement to a woman's body, the body of a man is designed to act upon the environment, to go up against things greater than he is. Men are designed to defend, protect, tear down, build, resist, invent, in short, to accomplish the task. Their greatest desire, therefore, is to be told that they have what it takes. They measure up and have indeed accomplished the task. Conversely, a man's greatest fear is to be told that he is not adequate, that he is a failure. A man wants to see reflected in the eyes of his woman the essential message of his manhood. Yes, I do believe in you, honey. You are my knight in shining armor. Ladies, when a man hears that message, he will do anything for you. To find out more about the theology of the body, visit TaborLife.org. TaborLife.org. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School. Welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School football. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting football, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Reed Flood. Let us pray together for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition this evening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, We thank you for all your gifts. 
We ask that you bless all those involved in this athletic competition this evening. We ask that you keep them safe and that they show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Sebastian, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And welcome back to McGrain Stadium here on the campus of Hoover High School alongside Matt Mainring and Mark Hemmedale. This is high school football week number five on a Thursday night, Dowling and Des Moines Roosevelt. John Chido joining us. He is on the Dowling sideline, which if you're coming to McGrain Stadium tonight is on the west side of the, uh, of the stadium, press box, and the home bleachers are on the east side of the stadium. That is where we're at, up here on the uh, south end of the press box. And uh, Matt, welcome back. You heard uh, comments from Coach Wilson, kind of synopsis of what happened last week, the win Dowling had over Waukee Northwest, and preparing for uh, a district game tonight, district class 5A game here on Thursday night against Roosevelt. Yeah, the dynamics of this team, the Roosevelt team, is that they're going they're heavy pass, and everything channels through their quarterback, and they're going to drop back and throw the football a bunch. And they got 747 yards passing so far this year, and only 480 rushing. So it really does show where this team wants to make um, an impact on the football field. And and the you know the receiver, um, the Hudson Miller. 251 yards. He's got five touchdown catches, and uh, so they they they've got some threats. And so this team's got to come ready to play on a Thursday night. And, and here we go. Yeah, and uh, Dowling just now taking the field. We're awaiting Roosevelt Maroons in their visiting white uniforms, maroon uh, pants with maroon numbers, and the maroon D on the helmet with their white helmets and white jerseys. John Chidles on the Dowling sideline tonight. John, John, let's talk about the Dowling offense going against this uh, Roosevelt defense. And uh, they've got a couple interceptions this year, but uh, their leading tackler is uh, Jonah or is Quentin Harrison, number 33. He's got 21 tackles on the year, and Tyron Wright has uh, 20 tackles, and they're both linebackers. So be interested to see what the Dowling offense does against what the Roosevelt defense presents here tonight, Johnny. Yeah, and you're going to see kind of a defense like like a, like an Ankeny in that type of, of, of front. You know, you have a three-man front that's going to look like a five or, or a, a four-man, depending on where that Sam Backer goes. And it's, it's all going to go through the offensive line as far as the offense is concerned. It's, it's, the running game goes as the offensive line does, if that makes sense. If the offensive line is, is controlling the line of scrimmage, and they're going to have a good night running the football, and that opens up the passing game. And uh, – it's going to be interesting to see how this Thursday night, uh, after a short week, how, how they respond early. That That's the kind of thing to look for and, and, and see if that up, up can start and dominate the line of scrimmage. And, Johnny, one more thing before we uh, get to Coach Mainring about the uh, Roosevelt offense against Dowling's defense. But, Johnny, uh, Coach Wilson mentioned the pregame, Dante Cataldo, the Dowling quarterback, great reads last week against the Waukee Northwest. They were really trying to defend the run against Dowling. And Dante took what they gave them and opened up the passing game. Yeah, he sure did. And, and I would imagine if, 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 if I'm a school scouting Dowling, I'm going to try to stop the run because they've shown that they can run the football, and that's what's been the dominance so far. If you look at Rashad's touchdowns and, and yards from scrimmage and those kinds of things, and that's where Dante becomes very, very more uh, strong because he can read that defense and make the right throws. And this is going to make him better and better at doing that. And, and hopefully that's going to open the passing game, and, and we're going to see him uh, move the ball through the air. 
And uh, Matt Maindring, you look at the Roosevelt offense, again, a quarterback we talked about that uh, Dowling faced last week can run but pass. This is more pass-oriented. Jakari Patton transferred from Des Moines East. He's rushed for four touchdowns, and he's thrown for nine touchdowns uh, with, uh, what, four interceptions. So this is a guy that everything goes through him, and the Dowling defense has got to be ready because he does have some uh, weapons out there. We'll see a, a tight end that's uh, pretty tall and a scat-back receiver, if you will, that can catch and run in the flat. You know, a few times last week we saw where they, you know, sometimes Dowling would blitz. They didn't maintain their lanes, and it would give a pathway for the quarterback from Northwest to go through. And it's when you're rushing the quarterback, especially a running quarterback like this, you can't get too deep. And so you really want to you want to shrink the lanes, contain him in that pocket, and not get too deep. And that's the big thing. Keep him behind the line of scrimmage and make him make plays through the air and not with his feet. So I think that's, you know, I think that's what you're going to see from this team. And, you know, the running game, the, you know, the running back, Davison, has 178 yards rushing and uh, no touchdowns. I, I think when they get down to the goal line and they get in that area, Jakari Patton wants, you know, he wants the ball in his hands. And I think the coach wants the ball in his hands to make the decision. We're going to run the ball or pass the ball and, and put the pressure on the defense. No question about that is Jared Barnett is the head coach for Des Moines Roosevelt, the head football coach in his third year, 10 wins, 11 losses. And, uh, He's an ex-Iowa State quarterback, came from Texas, went back to Texas after graduation, came back as uh, the job came open and uh, does a nice job. And uh, we had some Iowa State ties that we discussed earlier today. But more importantly, we have some, uh, well, always have some interesting pronunciations. He was very helpful with that, so hopefully we'll take care of that. And, hey, listeners on radio, well, tonight's game is being live streamed through the Dowling Catholic Football public Facebook page. And that link is also available on the Dowling Catholic Football Twitter page. And uh, it's presented by the Des Moines, Greater Des Moines Catholic Football League. And uh, we want to thank uh, Addie Pollock and her dad, Andy, for getting this set up. So if you want to watch it through Facebook, tonight's game, our audio will be streamed with their video. And that's up and going right now as we're just about set for kickoff as the teams are on the field. Roosevelt will be wearing their uh, blue uniforms, all blue with white numbers and white helmets. And, of course, Dowling on the road with their uh, white numbers and maroon pants and numbers. And uh, I'll tell you what, Matt, grass field for the first time. Hey, Coach you know, Wilson said it in warm-ups. Kids are kind of spoiled. <laughs> and they, like that. You know, they it, – it, 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 I don't know. This just seems like football. Yeah, and well, they, to you it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. And, and it's always nice to get back on these grass fields. And you have to – play with the conditions a little bit more and that's the one thing about turf you don't you, know, you don't have to the upkeep and everything else is a lot simpler and uh, it takes the weather factor out of it and uh, a little bit of rain this week which was needed um, wouldn't have much effect on this field tonight as I'm sure it got soaked up in a hurry yeah Andrew Schumacher set to kick off for Dowling the Maroons will defend the south end zone here as Roosevelt will receive the Maroons won the flip and deferred to the second half and we're underway Andrew Schumacher High end over end kick, angling towards the end zone. It goes into the end zone, touchback, and Ryan Malloy will not return it. First and 10 Rough Riders from their own 20 yard line. And John, let's go right back to you before Roosevelt gets their offense out there. The field conditions on this grass field. You had a chance to walk down there. Well, uh, uh, yeah, and they're in, it's in great shape. I mean, it's, it's thick grass. It's not cut real short, but it's in beautiful shape. It has a little bit of crown to it, but I heard Matt, you guys on the radio on the way over here, and I like Matt's comment about partial the grass i am too i love watching football on grass field so this that, that's what makes it even more special uh, being here even though it's on a thursday night 
but it's on grass. Yeah. Unless you were a parent and had to wash white pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah the laundry might get a little uh, yeah. interesting this week. All right, Roosevelt out of the shotgun. Patton with it. Now penalty flags down on the uh, first possession of the contest. So that's never good to see, and it's going to be against Roosevelt. One of the things Roosevelt can't afford to do is have penalties that, that move them backwards without the help of the defense or anything else. And so they have to play error-free. And one thing about playing a team like Roosevelt tonight, they got nothing to lose. I mean, they're out here. They're an underdog, a big underdog, and they're going to come and let it fly. And, uh, you know, I, that's, what's, that's what's exciting about these types of games. Some, you know, it's, you, you don't know what they're going to throw out there. That's right. So it's first and 15 for the Rough Riders. Ball back on their own 15-yard line. The quarterback is Jakari Patton, number six, out of the shotgun. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. And up the middle goes the tailback. And now bursting outside and picking up some of that yardage they lost and then some. Nice run that time by the Rough Riders. And that was number 21 on the carry, Jaden Davidson, their leading ball carrier. He did a nice job. The play initially was supposed to go over center, and then he bounced it outside the numbers and got it up to, what, the 25-yard line. Yeah, the, the Maroons lost contain on the on the wide side of the field there as everything went left, looked like he stopped up, and he changed directions, weaved through traffic, and had a nice gain for the Rough Riders. So 10-yard gain on the first play of the game. And on play action, they fire it downfield. The pass is caught. Jalen seals with the reception, but hit and dropped at the line of scrimmage. Pass went to the left of the formation. And the Maroon defense got right involved immediately there, Matt. It was, and the little slip screen, and I uh, couldn't tell if it was Hanton or Kruger on it first, but uh, Adam, Duchesne, uh, Adam Ducharme, he made sure that yesterday that he found me in the hallway and said, hey, I, I had three of those tackles last week when you called Dylan Manning's name. <laughs> We watched. <laughs> oh, they had the audio it, on. Oh, yeah, so yeah, then, yeah. you know, it's a little harder up here on Friday <clears throat> to make sure you're right. So. Film, uh, Matt, film doesn't lie. And yeah, I've been told it. that by many people, yeah. mostly coaches. All right, it's third and four for Roosevelt. Patton in the pocket, back to throw, fires out, passes, caught near side. And that's Ryan Malloy and his near first down. I think he might be a few yards shy based on where the umpire is going to set the ball down. We'll bring up fourth and one for the Rough Riders. And. Coach Barnett, we're going to see if he's going to go for it on fourth and one. And on that last play, it was Lucas Gigliano on the, that cleaned up that slip screen. And there they they um, got the stop here, and so it's fourth and short. He's gambling early. He certainly is from the 29-yard line, a gain of four in that last play. Fourth and one, Riders going for it out of the shotgun. They give it to the tailback, and he's dropped for a loss. A handoff goes to Davison right up the gut, and he's hit and dropped back at the 28-yard line. And the Maroons will take over on downs, first and 10 from the Rough Rider 28-yard line. And that's Dylan Manning on the stop there. He was in the backfield right away, and there was no chance there for um, Davison to get out of the backfield. Kind of interesting in that first series, we didn't see uh, Jakari Patton take the ball very much there. And so they're, they're going to try to run through Davison. And I know when you're the underdog, you want to take these shots and, and go for it on fourth and short, but it puts Dowling in scoring territory in a hurry. So first and 10 Maroons, a Dowling offense on the field. Dante Cataldo in at quarterback out of the shotgun with Rashad Davis in the back, but he'll fire it out left side. The pass is caught in the left flat by Hank Brown trying to get outside the numbers he does and finally run out of bounds. He might have picked up uh, several yards down near the 20-yard line. He'll be shy of that and will bring up second down in about five. I think it's intentional. Uh, you know, Hank got lost a little bit last week. Curtis Horace was the focus of attention, and I think Coach Wilson wanted to make sure Hank knows 
hey, we know you're here yet, and you're a threat, and uh, got him the ball right away. Six-yard gain by Hank Brown. Second and four, Dowling. Line of scrimmage of Roosevelt, 23. No score. Thursday night football, yes, here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And we live stream on Facebook through the Dowling Catholic Facebook page. Handoff for Rashad Davis. He kind of just waits for his blockers and gets the ball down near the 20. He'll spot it right about the 21-yard line. Gain of two for Rashad Davis. He's picked his way through a little bit through that left side behind Nadegos and Isaiah Seymour with Carter Smith. And here you go, third and short. And with that dual threat backfield and Ian Middleton back there to block, this, this is a challenge. Pistol formation for the Maroons, third and one from the Roosevelt 21. Cataldo long count. The give is, no, fakes the handoff to Rashad Davis, and he threw it behind his intended receiver to the right side. It'll bring up fourth down for Dowling, and decision time for the Maroons. Fourth and one from the Roosevelt 21, and the Maroons didn't get uh, connected on that quick slant from the right side. Curtis Horace from uh, uh, that side couldn't connect with Cataldo. Yeah, just a blink behind him, and he, you know, when you're coming on that slant pattern, just a little bit off, a foot off, just makes a ton of difference. I think the play selection indicated to me what was going to happen on fourth down if the pass wasn't completed. All right, fourth and one, Dowling, a receiver on each side of the formation, two tight ends to the right. Roosevelt showing blitz. Cataldo out of the shotgun with Davis in the backfield, and he fakes the handoff to Davis, and he keeps the football, and he spun forward, but was it enough for a first down? It'll be close. Well, we might have a measurement, Mark. Uh, we haven't I had one of these you. in a while. <laughs> Hey, uh, I think he's short. Yeah, it looks yeah, like he's short. So Roosevelt takes over on downs. Cataldo's run gets him down to the 20, but it wasn't enough for a first down. So both teams' defenses come out on top. And John Chato, before the Roosevelt offense gets out there, welcome to the defensive game tonight. Yeah, and this is where the quarterback sneak under center and fourth and one situation. So both teams didn't do that. They're both around the shotgun for that one yard. And both teams on both fourth down plays were aggressive with blitzes in both gaps on that fourth and short. It makes it really tough to, to gain that one yard, especially when the defenses are coming downhill as fast as they are. Yeah, that's a good point. So the Rough Riders will take over first and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Roosevelt offense with Jakari Patton at quarterback, number six. Number 21 is Jaden Davidson. Offensive line, Owen Weil, Carter Holman, Sam Norris, Muhammad Guma, and Deacon Vasey back to throw is Patton. The ball is slapped and nearly intercepted. It was deflected in the backfield and nearly picked off by a maroon who was uh, just over his hands. It'll bring up second and ten rough, rough riders. No, I think that was Aiden Ducharme right there, number 36. It hit him right, you know. You're just making up for No, I am not. That, that is a true. John, you got me on this? I think that was Aiden there that broke that up. Yeah, it was that side of the line. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. yeah Matt owes Aiden a few more tackles and deflections, Johnny, is I wonder if you're on. a linebacker, though. Don't you catch that instead of bat? Yeah, I, I know. I thought that would come from a D lineman. Yeah. Though. Maybe you have to coach him up on I, that. I think it caught him by surprise because he was sprinting across. To, to chase him down, and the ball came out in a hurry. You know, Shikari Patton's got a heck of an arm, and, and uh, that ball came out quick, and I think it caught him off guard. Now, the, the play clock is not working here at uh, McGrain Stadium, so the co- quarterbacks have got to be careful how much time between plays. And it's getting close now. The official singles, that's the final 10 seconds, so keep an eye on that tonight. And it's... Uh, well, they have penalty in the play. First and 15, they give it to, once again, the tailback. And that's Davidson. Scampers outside, makes the move across the 30, and he's finally brought down right at the 30, 31-yard line. So nice run that time by the Rough Riders. 
all the way from the 20 down to the up to the 30-yard line, gain of 10. And maybe Davidson, somebody that hasn't been utilized as much as they wanted to, and they're really focusing on him tonight, and they're really able to, to seal down this Dowling defense and uh, wall him off and create some gaps for him. And, and the first first down of the game goes to the Rough Riders. Yeah, I thought that was second and uh, 10. Yeah, and, I, they, and I saw first down on the down marker, yeah. so they didn't get the down and distance correct. But nonetheless, 10-yard run, first down Roosevelt, our first first down of the night. Davidson again. This time he does the same thing, and he is drug out of bounds by the Maroons. Dylan Manning wrapped him up and threw him out of bounds right in front of us where the Roosevelt stands and the sideline is here at the press box at McGrain Stadium, and he may have lost about a half yard back to the 29, Matt. Yeah, Matt Hanton came up from his other line, from the linebacker position as well, and him and Dylan met him in the backfield, and a little uh, a loss of a yard is a way to rally to the football, and that's what the Maroons do so well. The speed of these linebackers is, is fun to watch. I want to thank Brady Grimm back at the studios of Iowa Catholic Radio tonight, producing tonight's contest. No score, Dowling and Roosevelt, 7.38 left to go, first quarter. Back to throw, Pat, and he has time, fires over the middle, pass is caught right at midfield. Nice play by the Rough Riders, and he threw it right over a lot of Dowling linebackers, and a first down for the Rough Riders, Hudson Miller with the catch. Hudson Miller, they, they really flooded the middle of the field right there, and Jakari Patton put it right on him. Not much pressure from the Maroon defense. The second wave of the defensive line is in there right now. And this is, um, and they they were held up there really well by the offensive front from the Rough Riders, giving Patton enough time to throw that football. Second first down of the, this drive for Roosevelt. Patton now with the first down at midfield. Here's the snap. Fakes the handoff, and Patton goes down back at the 45-yard line. They were having anything of that, and he tried to run a little... Jet sweep action, jet sweep action, but he faked it and took the loss back to the 45. It'd be second and 15. Yeah, Tommy Brooks was in the backfield in a heartbeat and just went unblocked off that defensive front and was able to get back in there and make a play right away. It caught it caught Patton off guard. It certainly as quick did. As he got there. It certainly did. Ryan Bobo, Isaac, and his twin brother Mason Beaver, the front. Three of the front four for Dowling. Keevy Ford in there. Patton back to throw. Rolls to his right this time. Fires the ball downfield. The pass is. And I think it's incomplete. And they rule it incomplete right at the Dowling 45. So you've been about five yards shy, and that'll bring up four, or third and 15. Terrence Hill out there in, in coverage, and I believe we had, you know, Patton was under a little bit of pressure right there as he had to roll out and throw on the run, and, just a stride off uh, on that pass play as it went out of bounds. We mentioned the Dowling front four. The linebackers, Matt Hanton, Lucas Gigliano, Dylan Manning, and Zach Smith. The corners tonight, Parker Pearson gets his second start due to the injury to Kenny James. Jake Kruger, the other corner, and free safety is Nick Frerichs. All right, here's Patton on third and 15. A little swing pass, and it's incomplete. Tried to get it to his tailback, Jaden Davidson. And he led him too far. It'll bring up fourth and 15. We may see the Roosevelt uh, punting unit come in. Will Ringwelski, and he's, Will Ringwelski's a tall kid, six foot, 200 pound. He got back there in a hurry, and it was meant to be a little dump off pass and put the pressure on him. And, and Will was able to make uh, Patton throw that into the ground. All right, Daniel Fialkoff will step back near his own 30 yard line on fourth and 15. Good rush is blocked. Punt is blocked, blocked and. It is right there at the 32-yard line. The pile 
Makes no difference who recovered it. It looks like uh, Roosevelt got it, but nonetheless will be Dowling football. First and ten as Runes block a punt on special teams. You always try to pay attention to see who comes off that pile the most excited because you think they got it. It might have been Adam Pennington, number 43. There was three guys there that got the push to get the block and uh, flip the field. There you go. Well, John Chido, Roosevelt picked up two first downs, but their drive stalled just at midfield. Yeah, that that when they put them in, in a long situation behind the behind the chains and they got Roosevelt out of their offensive momentum, but th- I think the whole defensive line blocked that football on that punt. Yeah, you're probably right. Back to throw is Cataldo on play action. He fires out, pass is caught. Nice reception that time by Horace, and he gets does a little dance out there in the, yeah. in the flat right where the linebackers are and gets it near and on the 25-yard line. Same gain of seven. I man. think that was Hank Brown again, and, and – they're running what, what's happening right now, and Johnny can probably allude to this too, is they're bringing those linebackers up and into that line, and they essentially got six, seven guys in the box, and that creates leverage on the edge for the receiver. So Dante, and you can look right now on this split on this side. He's got him on the slant if he wants, and now you see the linebacker sliding out. Yeah, two receivers to the right, Horace, the flanker to the right, to give up the middle, and that's Rashad Davis. He just follows his offensive line and pushes forward and gets it inside the 20, maybe to the 19. For a gain of five, maybe six yards. And it'll be good enough for a first down for the Maroons. Getting back to a little more of that, all right, we're going to get behind this big line and we're going to run down the field a little bit. But, again, Dowling's offensive structure right now is really trying to put pressure on the edge of this Roosevelt defense. All right, here's Cataldo on play action. Fakes it to Rashad Davis, throws it far side. The pass is caught and dropped right away. Is a receiver that time, Hank Brown, inside the 15-yard line. So a long pass that time for Cataldo. Completed. That ball, you're right, Mark. That ball went a long way in the air and not very far downfield. And Hank Brown's running a, an out off that. Hank is lining up in the slot, and the slot position is the second receiver in. And he, he they can't cover him right now unless he's one-on-one, and, and that's what's giving the leverage. All right, second and three Maroons on the 13-yard line. Cataldo, another quick pass. That is caught. And out in the flat and running with the football towards the far sideline. Did he get in? No signal yet. Out of bounds. Just short. Hank Brown and, again. And Brown was the receiver. Now, they move Hank from <laughs> the right side to the left side, I guess, yeah. depending on what the open side of the field is, according to the hash. And Hank gets out of bounds. It'll be goal to goal. The two-yard line gain of 11. But, again, he's – He's lined up in the slot, and the safety over the top is 12 yards downfield, so he's running a five-yard out, and there's no one close to him. All right, first and goal, Dowling, from the two of Roosevelt. Hand off to Rashad Davis, and he just kind of walks in and scores. Touchdown, Dowling, and Rashad Davis from two yards out. And that was uh, kind of anticlimactic. He yeah. just ran into the wall of blockers, yeah. and they kept pushing and holding their blocks, and then he just sidestepped and went in, so... You'd have to be here or watch it, you know, if you're watching it on Facebook to appreciate what Mark's talking about is uh, Rashad just kind of jogged up to the line of scrimmage and got behind his big lineman and, and let them push his way in and got the, got the yardage. Five plays, 32 yards on the Dowling Drive. And now for the extra point, Jack Jefferson in to hold. The long snapper is Wyatt Jones. Ball down, kick is up, and Schumacher's kick is good. And Dowling leads 7-0 with 4.14 to go here in the first quarter from McGrain Stadium on the campus of Hoover High School. Dowling 7, Roosevelt nothing on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
The on-air portion of the Iowa Catholic Radio Fall Fundraiser starts Monday, September 25th. Be sure to tune in for local and national guests with inspiring stories about the positive impact of Iowa Catholic Radio as we seek to be fully funded for the remainder of 2023. But you don't have to wait to pledge. Call 515-223-1150 or donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. Your gift will be matched dollar for dollar. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Iowa Catholic Radio. Connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Father Fabian from the Diocese of Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at McGrane Stadium, Hoover High School. Beautiful night here in central Iowa. 76 degrees at game time, east winds at 10 miles per hour, so we have a crosswind and humidity at 52%. And Schumacher's kick once again in the end zone on this grass field here at McGrane Stadium. Dowling 7 and Roosevelt nothing. Dowling five plays, 32 yards, capped off by a two-yard run by Rashad Davis. And John Chada, we forget, the block punt set everything up. They gave Dowling the short field. Yeah, it sure did, Mark. And, and what Roosevelt's doing defensively, and Matt mentioned this, is that they're loading the box and they're blitzing different linebackers on, on top of that three-man front from the outside and inside, and they're doing press coverage on the outside receiver. So that's leaving Hank Brown, who plays that inside receiver, open, and that's where you're seeing a lot of these short passes that Dante's able to get him in space, and, and, and Hank's able to make something, uh, a short gain, a longer gain, and then you saw Rashad take it in for the two-yard touchdown. Yeah, he sure did. They're really trying to get him in the open field. Now, Roosevelt, first down at their own 20. They fired a ball downfield. The pass is knocked away, incomplete. The intended receiver that time for the Rough Riders was Jalen Seals, but knocked away nicely by the Dowling defender. Parker Pearson in coverage, again, playing for Kenny James, and uh, he was able to hit the receiver as the ball was going over his head and made sure it wasn't going to be caught. So a nice play by Parker. He's going to bring up second down and 10 for the Rough Riders. Stops the clock. 4.09 to go. First quarter, Dowling 7, Roosevelt nothing. Mark Hammadale, Matt Mandring, John Chido here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Brady Grimm produces back in the studio. And don't forget tonight we're live streaming through the Dowling Catholic uh, Football Public Facebook page. And it's also available through, the link's available through Twitter. You can watch the video and with our audio on both the Facebook page of Dowling Football and their Twitter account. I'll hand off this time, and going nowhere is the tailback. And that was uh, Jaden Davison, so it'll bring up third and ten here, Matt. Third and ten, kind of the same play that Davidson has been able to break back. You know, they run out to the right side. And then to the short side of the field, then he breaks back to the left side, and that time they closed it up, and it looked like the Dowling defense is starting to get things figured out as to what Roosevelt's trying to do up front. They did so well. It's a loss of one, so it's third and 11 Roosevelt back on their own 19-yard line. Three and a half minutes to go first quarter. Again, both teams facing a crosswind, which coming uh, from the press box side here, about uh, 10 miles an hour. Back to throw. Pat now wants to run. This will be his first run of the night, and he's going to be run out of bounds. Shy of the first down. Let's see where they spot him. Yeah, around that right edge and to the short side of the field. He scampers out of bounds, and 
Going to end up about five yards short. And couldn't tell who was in per- pursuit there, but he's got some speed. Yes, he and does. Uh, he got to the edge in a hurry and outran the first down lineman and couldn't quite get past the linebacker. Eight-yard run for Patton, but shy of the first down. or bring up fourth and four for the Rough Riders. And in to punt will be Daniel Fialfkoff. Good snap. Gets it away. It might have been partially blocked. End over end, short punt. Bounces at the uh, Roosevelt 45 and <laughs> rolls into Dowling territory at the Dowling 49. That's where they'll take over. I thought I heard a whistle as that ball was getting snapped, but maybe not. It must not have been, and, and uh, he did get it away. Yeah, that's, that's what counts, yeah. Yes. 3.02 to go, first quarter. Dowling with the first down for the first time in their own territory at their own 48-yard line. Maroons lead it 7 nothing. Let's go down to John Chide on the Dowling sideline. Once again, pretty good defense by the Maroons again. Yeah, and I actually saw Thomas Hugridge partially got his hands on that, that uh, kick again. Um, and that's what kind of made it flutter to the outside there on the punt. But it was Thomas Hugridge uh, that was on that uh, block punt. All right, Johnny, we'll put that in the books for tonight. Back to throws Cataldo on first down. Fires out, passes caught in the slot. And a nice catch that time by Hank Brown. And they are really using him in space. They're uh, really staying away from the other receivers. And Hank's the guy. He's the hot read. He is the guy. Well, he's uncovered. And so, he, you know, Dante's taking what what the defense is giving him right now. And if you notice, did you see that too, Johnny? The corner left in a hurry right there. And you can bet the outside receiver, Curtis Horace here, is going to end up open on a pump fake and streaking down the sideline. Yeah, he is bailing uh, right yeah. off. Yep. Here's the snap. Cataldo looks left again, fires it out. This time it's caught. Is that Lifker the tight yeah. end with the catch and the first down inside Lifker. the 40? Yep, Lifker off the left edge right there and a quick out by him. And five-yard uh, gain there is, you know, this – we didn't think we would see this coming into the game, but it's what the defense is giving them. You know, they're they're loading the box. They're bringing different linebackers from this three-man front, trying to create uh, a, a, basically a run blitz, and Dowling says, we'll throw it. Eight-yard catch by Leifker. First down Dowling at the Roosevelt 38. This time they give it to Rashad Davis. He slips a tackle in the background, now turns the corner, tries to get outside the right hash, and Bowls forward down to the 35, gain of three for Rashad Davis, but initially hit in the backfield and he slipped that one, Matt. He did. He was he was in the backfield and made the made the young man swing and miss, but the pursuit by the Rough Riders was really good off the edge here and didn't allow a big gain there for Davis. And now we see five wide and Davis lines up out there as a, as a flanker. Allen going left to right, south to north here at McGrain Stadium. On the campus of Hoover High School, leading 7 to nothing. It's second and seven. Two receivers to the right, three to the left. Back to throw is Cataldo. Looks left, fires it out. It's caught by Lifker again. He's down the far sideline and finally around out of bounds right around the 20-yard line. Pick up a 15 yards and another Dowling first down. So now all of a sudden, they went from Hank Brown being the hot read to the tight end, Lifker being the hot read. Yeah, they run him off. They ran Davis off and the inside receiver off and leads Lifker open and Lifker is such a big target. You know, he's 6'3", 230, and uh, easy to find for a quarterback. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Easy to find. <laughs> he just stands out. All right, the Maroons will bring their tight end in on the left side. Three receivers to the right. Cataldo with Rashad Davis in the backfield. The handoff is to Rashad. He tries to find an opening and does. Slips through a tackle, and he's finally driven down near a first down. Maybe at the 10-yard line. We'll see where they put his knee down and near a first down at the 10 of Roosevelt. Looks like it is going to be a first down off that left edge right there and and, uh, able to get behind 
um, Freilich and, and Rockers and, and get down the field and and uh, nice gain there for Rashad. The first time he's really gotten loose. That's got to be his biggest, yeah, biggest gain of the night. He, he went over to like where right guard is and then he slipped in where center is and that again, uh, Dowling with uh, Carter Smith starting at center tonight due to the injury of Max Shelton and picked up the first down. First and goal, Dowling at the nine. Davis in motion and Another jump pass in the end zone. It's, still, it's intercepted by Roosevelt. He tries to run it out, and he may not have. Nope, they're going to call it a touchback. Touchback, and it'll be first and 10. Roosevelt on the 20-yard line as Roosevelt picks off Cataldo in the end zone they on the wa- Tim Tebow pass. They, they watch tape, too. Yeah, yeah they and, do. <laughs> and, the, and the young man, I didn't quite catch the number, dropped back in coverage there. I believe it was number four. Uh, for the Rough Riders, drop back into coverage. Yeah, Braden, Braden Page, Page yep. makes a heady play, and he goes, I saw this. I saw this play on tape. Well, John Chidel's right down there. Johnny, what'd you take on that interception by the Rough Riders? Yeah, it was there. The pass was there, and then Dante got hit as he was jumping up, and he, I think it was meant to be thrown high to where Will could go because Will had a step on him, but the ball was underneath. He credit Roosevelt's pressure and a great, great catch. I mean, the defender looked right up and just snagged the ball. It's a great Great interception by him. All right, uh, on first down, Roosevelt from the 20-yard line with just under 40 seconds remaining. Pass by Jakari Patton to his receiver. And at that, that time, it was Hudson Miller with the reception. He's caught five touchdowns on this season for Roosevelt. And he gets a few yards up to the 23 here, Matt. Yeah, good, good rally there by the defense. And, you know, you mentioned Jay Kruger led in tackles last week, and he was there to clean that one up this week, too, and, uh, on this on this play. And, you know, they Rough Riders are trying to figure out where, where we're going to find that gap. See if Roosevelt snaps the ball before the quarter, and they, and they won't. So we've come to the end of the first quarter here at McGrain Stadium on the campus of Hoover High School. Yeah, neutral site game. Roosevelt the home team, but Dowling leading. Dowling Seven, Roosevelt nothing. We'll move to the second quarter after this one-minute break here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Would you like to highlight a birthday, anniversary, or other special occasion? You can do that by underwriting a day of broadcasting on Iowa Catholic Radio. For a monthly gift of $300 or more, your message will be heard on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network throughout the day of your choosing. It's the perfect way to honor your memories and milestones while supporting your favorite radio station. Dates go quickly, so reserve yours now. Call 515-223-1150 or email deaconmark at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. And we're back here at McGrain Stadium. Start the second quarter. Dowling leading 7-0 over Roosevelt in this 5A district high school football game. The only one in class 5A tonight. Back to throws to Kari Patton. Passes deflected the line of scrimmage and incomplete on a second and seven. That'll bring up third and seven for Roosevelt on their own 23-yard line. Couldn't tell which one of the front four got their hand up or if it was off their helmet uh, as Patton tried to throw it over the middle, but the ball got hit at the line of scrimmage. Bounced up in the air, and it's one of those in no man's land, and, and, you know, no one was able to get to it. 
Somebody got their paw on that, if you Kiwi will. Fort. Kiwi Fort got a hand on that. Yes. There you go. Number 21. Kiwi at uh, 6'3", 235-pound. Johnny, they call him the whip linebacker. Do you use that term in your eighth-grade program? Yeah, if the whip is, is for weak side linebacker and stud is for strong side. Folks, you're going to get education tonight because I'm asking questions. Back to throw is Patton. Pressure on, a little screen pass to the right, and it's dropped by his uh, tailback, incomplete, as Jaden Davidson couldn't hold on to it. Yeah, and he, he, you know, running back's frustrated he didn't catch it, but I don't think he was going anywhere. Dylan Manning was coming along to clean that up, and a and, uh, little quick dump-off pass to the tailback as Patton had very little time to get rid of the football. And here we go. We're going to have an adventure again as Roosevelt lines up to punt. Well, they got one. Gunner split out wide to the right. And the punter is in position. Good snap. Gets it away. And a high end over end kick goes out of bounds at midfield. That was Daniel Fialkoff with the punt. And he got about a 27-yard punt with no return. Dowling will have it first and 10 right around midfield. 11.42 to go here in the second quarter. Dowling leading... 7-0 over Des Moines Roosevelt on this Thursday night. For the Rough Riders, next week they travel to Sioux City as uh, they make that long journey next week, take on Sioux City North. Dowling will see that same team at the end of the year, the very final game on senior night. And uh, Sioux City North is at Urbandale tomorrow night. Okay. We'll go through some of the uh, games next week. The first down, Dowling, actually from the Roosevelt 49, they say it went out of bounds. So the Runes with the first down there. Cataldo with two receivers to the left. Dowling going Right to left in front of us, fires a pass out, and it's caught. And it looks like Lifker again, and he's up near a first down. Depends yeah. on where the pile pushes him. Officials let him play, and he's near a first down at the Roosevelt 35. Probably give him just nine. It's real close there, but Lifker caught the ball, and and uh, out in the middle, you know, between right on the numbers out there on the right side of the field, and then was able to churn forward for about three more yards and comes up just shy of the first down. Put it down at the 35. I said 49. It's a 44-yard line was a line of scrimmage, and he gets it out to the 35. Gain of nine, second and one, Dowling from the Roosevelt 35. This time Dowling with three receivers left and two to the right. Empty backfield, no tight ends. Cataldo with long count. Again, no play clock here at, at Hoover. Back to throws. Cataldo fires into a crowd. The pass is incomplete. Think Hank Brown was the intended receiver. Was that Horace? It was Horace, yeah. and it's incomplete. And there they, you know, that ball came out hot, and uh, Cataldo put it right on him. But the defense, the defenders there for the Rough Riders were right on it and made the play out on that side of the field. And I think that was Lester Fanful uh, out there that got a hand on it. Reaction that time by the Roosevelt defense. They basically play a 4-4, but now they're going to put three hands down, and they'll drop a, a nickel back in there. Pistol formation for Dowling, third and one. Cataldo. Fakes the handoff to Davis, fires the pass out, and it's caught. Hank Brown has the first down near the 30-yard line, depending on where they spot forward progress, gain of five. And again, Dante's going up there and just reading what the defense is giving him, and, and Hank Brown's sitting there open, and you might wonder, why is he throwing on third and short? Well, it, for these high school teams, as, as well coached as they are and the repetitiveness that they do that with, that's like a long handoff right there. Runes going with an empty backfield. Two receivers left, three to the right. Dowling going north to south. Roosevelt showing blitz. 
Here's the snap. Cataldo looks left, throws left, fires it downfield. The pass is caught. Nice little curl route it's caught by Rashad Davis, but he stepped out of bounds as he caught the ball at the 13-yard line of Roosevelt, gain of 17. Yeah, I think he put his knee down, and he put his knee down to catch that football just like a shortstop would, and, and it was a little bit low, and uh, caught the ball, first down. First time we've seen Davis out there in that position. He's got good hands, too. Yeah. Little wrinkles added each week, yeah. you can kind of tell. If you miss a practice, you're going to miss a new play. All right, first down Dowling at the 13 of Roosevelt. Cataldo with an empty backfield, three receivers right, waiting, waiting. Fires over the middle, the pass is incomplete as he fired it right at Lifker, and he threw it into a crowd. He tried to drill it in there, and it's incomplete. And Lifker got his hands on it. I, you know, Dante put it right where Lifker would be about the only one to catch it. But, again, give credit to the defenders from – um, the Rough Riders, as they were there to break it up, uh, Quentin Harrison and, and uh, again, I think that was Bo Gostomsky were there to make the play. Pistol formation for Dowling. It's second and 10 from the Roosevelt 13. One receiver on each side of the formation. And they throw it in the end zone. The pass is incomplete. Tried to one-hand it, did Horace, but he couldn't grab it. Well defended out there by Roosevelt. Passes incomplete. It's third down and 10 for Dowling at the 13 of Roosevelt. I I would dare to say we've seen more pass plays than we thought we would see. It's kind of the flip of the other game when, when we had all the running plays. So Six straight go. passes by Dowling. <clears throat> I guarantee the eighth grade coach hasn't done that yet. <laughs> all right, three receivers to the right. Two to the left, Dowling in a passing formation. Cataldo now with Roosevelt showing blitz. Long count, third and ten Dowling. Nine and a half minutes to go. Second quarter, Dowling leading seven to nothing. Back to throw Cataldo. He wants to throw in the end zone again. Fires it up. Pass is. Is it caught? Touchdown, Maroons. He high-pointed the ball and came down with it. Who was that? I think it was Horace. I believe you're right. And he went up and got that football. That was a great catch. Johnny? Hank Brown. Yeah. Hank Brown. Hank Brown yeah. with Hank the reception. Brown. He high-pointed that, Johnny. You're going to have to take it because it was in your area. That was a far away from the press box. And Hank high-pointed the ball. And, Johnny, he came down with it apparently. Yeah, he had man coverage, so he ran a corner route, and, and it was thrown to the Here's outside. A fake, fake. Okay, we're going to swing the gate. What's going on here? Uh, penalty on Dowling procedure. Oh, yeah. Center can't touch the ball when they're doing that. That's oh, okay. found that out. Well, wait, no, they're marking it off against the Rough Riders. Oh, good. Then that means the uh, long snapper for Dowling, Carter Smith, is who's in there right now. Now, now they're, they're adjusting what they're going to do. They're going to go for two because they left Carter in there. They didn't put the long snapper in. Yeah. That's Wyatt Jones. You see it's, number 44 out there as a long snapper. They're going to kick the extra point. Now they're going to bring the offense back on the field. Mm-hmm. Dowling going for two, leading – 13 to nothing, and the penalty on Roosevelt, so that put the ball half the distance right about the one-yard line. Pistol formation, two receivers right. Long count by Cataldo. Read option. He gives it to Rashad Davis, and he spins it in the end zone. The two-point conversion is good. That's Rashad's second of the year, and it's 15 nothing Dowling with nine and a half minutes to go here in the second quarter from McGrain Stadium. Dowling 15, Roosevelt nothing. Back after this one-minute break here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. One year after I graduated Catholic High School, I eloped to Las Vegas, Nevada. My husband was not Catholic, and at the time, I didn't really think that it really mattered 
which church we went to because we all love God and we all love Jesus. And that was the start of my journey out of the Catholic Church, where I remained out of the Catholic Church for over 30 years. When I um, started to read the Bible, I could see that our Catholic faith is steeped in Scripture. I could see some of the sacraments in Scripture. I could see some of the liturgy in Scripture. I learned that the Catholic Church was started by Jesus Christ, who gave the authority to Peter, and it has continued in succession down to the present day. And that was the start of my journey home to the Catholic Church. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit CatholicsComeHome.org today. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Welcome back to Hoover High School, McGrain Stadium, as Dowling leading 15 to nothing. Here's Schumacher's kick. This time it's a squib kick, if you will, and it's picked up by one of the upbacks for Roosevelt. And on the return, number 80 on the return, Ryan Malloy, one of the leading receivers is run out of bounds. Dowling going on a nice drive on that last uh, touchdown. Runs going seven plays, 44 yards. John Chidos will go back down to you. Dowling leading 15 to nothing on Rashad Davis's two-yard, two-point conversion. But Hank Brown in the 13-yard touchdown reception did a nice job. Yeah, he sure did. And the ball was thrown to the outside, and Hank went up and got it and became uh, uh, like he's getting a rebound at a basketball game. You go and high point that ball, and that's exactly what he did. And came down and was able to get his uh, at least one foot. He got both feet in, in bounce, and it's a nice catch and secure by Hank. So Roosevelt will take over first and 10 from their own 19-yard line. Jakari Patton at quarterback, thanks to John Chada, who's on the Dowling sideline across from us. Patton on play action, swings it out on the right side. It is caught by his tailback this time. They've been running that play, and this time they complete the pass to Davidson. And he gets across the 20 up near the 23-yard line, gain of four. The initial hit by Manning, and the, and the tackle get, goes to Kruger on that as they rally up to the football. Again, we, you know, it's interesting to watch this Rough Riders team. We haven't seen Patton run it maybe once. Once. Yeah. That, and was, a, that was on a third and long. I, there's some intentionality in what they're trying to do here and establish a running game, and, and they're building, you know, for the second half of their season, and you can see where they want to get it done. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, toss play right side. Getting outside is Jaden Davidson, and he's finally run out of bounds by Matt like Manning and company. Yeah, Matt Hanton there on that one. He was the first one to the football. and Mason Beaver over there also. Yeah, drove him out of bounds on a little, a little just call it a quick pitch. You know, it was just a quick toss outside and run to the numbers. And they're going to say no gain on the play. Again, tonight's game being streamed on the Dowling Catholic Football Facebook page. It's also available, the link to the Twitter. So if you don't have Facebook like me, you can still watch the game as they are streaming it there with our audio. Otherwise, here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Mark Amadale, Matt Mandering, John Chido from Hoover High School, the neutral side, if you will, between Dowling and Roosevelt. Riders the home team, and now a screen pass tipped and dropped. Pass is incomplete. They tried to hit the receiver over the middle of all that, and that was uh, Terrence Hill who just came off the injury list for head coach Jared Barnett of Roosevelt, and the pass was incomplete. Great defense by the Maroons. They were rushing the passer, and they set up the screen. They had the right play call but didn't execute. Coach Jack brought pressure, and you saw Zach Smith run across the back of the defense, getting to the left side of the line, and 
pressure came and there was no room for it to get dumped off. So from the 21-yard line, Ryder oh, the got blocked, blocked again. again into the end zone. This and is going to be a touchdown. Jumping on it, touchdown Dowling, and that is Nick Frericks who scored on the block punt recovery I, in the end zone. I believe it. Parker, no, I don't know. Frericks number Frerich's four got it. Number yep. four got it. Yep. All right, good. So Frericks now, who got the block? Who got the block? Johnny? Johnny? <laughs> well, I got Nick Frericks, and I think a 43 was on the block. Okay. That would be Adam Pennington. Adam Pennington, yep. And Nick Ferrick, to go back to that play before. Oh, we just lost you, Johnny. I'm sorry about that. There you go. Yeah, Nick Ferrick's with the with the touchdown and, and Adam Pennington with the block. Ferrick's recovered the fumble in the end zone on a block punt. Extra point now by Schumacher. Jepson on the hold. Ball down, kick is up, and good. So the Maroons lead 22 to nothing over Roosevelt with 7.47 left to go. Second quarter here at McGrain Stadium in the campus of Hoover High School. Roosevelt's home game, and Dowling leads 22 nothing over the Riders. We'll return in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for programming comes from Klein Electric, a local family-oriented electrical contractor, a 100% employee-owned company with branches across the Midwest to provide comprehensive electrical services. Klein Electric is able to help with any residential and commercial project. Learn more at kleinelectric.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. Ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at McGrain Stadium. Dowling kicking off, leading 22 to nothing. The Maroons have scored on touchdown run by Rashad Davis from two yards out. And Hank Brown on a 13-yard reception. And Nick Ferricks recovered a fumble in the end zone. That was blocked by Adam Pennington. Ferricks recovered and runs with three touchdowns, leading 22 to nothing. Kickoff by Schumacher goes into the end zone. It'll be a touchback, first and 10, Riders. And uh, John Cheidel, give us a recap from the Dowling sideline over there. Well, you can tell after both special teams, the reaction to the sideline, not only the, def- or the defense or the, the, the punt deep defense that was on the field but the guys on the sideline getting excited and getting the ball game that's neat to see when you have those momentum swings and everybody getting involved and the excitement just turns up a notch well it certainly does and it's really propelled the the defense tonight they are just swarming to everything and now first and 10 riders from their own 20 yard line as they hand it off to the tailback and he struggles to get back to the line of scrimmage if that and they got a different tailback yeah, they in got a there. Different, different tailback in there. Number 29, T.J. Bradford, 5'8", 165-pound sophomore uh, into the game and found out that there's not much room up there. Yeah, you got to have help on that offensive line. No gain on the play. And bring up second down 10 for the Riders. And currently on that defensive front, it's uh, Ringwelski, Pins, Middleton, and I believe... 
Probably, I can't see what the other one is right now. It might be one of the Beaver twins. Yeah, Isaac Beaver. Yeah, they're rotating uh, defensive lineman. Back to throw Patton. Lost it in the air. The pass is picked off by Dowling. Maroons with the interception, and that is Matthew Nothing. Hanton. And he's got a little bit of return. Gets it into Roosevelt territory inside the 35. And I'm going to spot him down right around the 33. So Hanton with the pick. And it'll be first down Dowling. He read that pretty well. He was the safety back there. Yeah, he had run two deep safety. He had safety help over the top, and the ball was overthrown. And uh, Manhattan was just sitting there waiting for it and right into his hands and picks up a block from Jay Kruger, and down the field they go. So first down Dowling at the Ryder 32-yard line is where they spot him down. Burns will send in Trey Wilson as a receiver to the near side. And again, the Dowling comes up and empty. Empty formation. Roosevelt showing blitz. Two receivers left, three to the right. Dowling going right to left. Empty backfield. No tight ends. Cataldo looks right, throws right. Long pass. And caught by Lifeger. And they say he stepped out of bounds. Well, they say he must have stepped out of bounds. But yeah. then he stepped back. So clock will continue to run. And a gain of about four or five. He almost broke out of that that tackle. And, and again, that's one of those long throws for Cataldo. And you wonder, you know, I was thinking about that in the touchdown to Hank Brown with this crown in the field. That was really deep in the corner for Hank to go and get that. And, and uh, nice catch there by Lifeker and throw by Cataldo. Gain of four, second and six for Dowling on the Roosevelt 28. Runs lead at 22-0. Approaching the six-minute mark here in the second quarter. A little quick out pattern caught by Trey Wilson, and he's down near the 20-yard line on the catch. And, and you could see the d- defender, I believe that was Lester Fanful, uh, step up and says, I've seen enough of this. And uh, he was going to go up and try almost pick that off as, as he was leaving his spot to come and pick that up. We'll keep it here as a timeout called by Roosevelt. Dowling leads at 22-0. Mark Hamadale, Matt Mandring, John Chido on the Dowling sideline. Again, tonight's game being streamed online at iowacatholicradio.com, but we're being live-streamed video through the Dowling Catholic public Facebook page. So you can watch the video with our audio on the Facebook page. That link is also available on Twitter if you're Facebook-less like me. I don't have the Facebook account, but you can watch it even though you don't have Facebook tonight. And we want to thank Come on, Mark. Andy, Andy Pollock, <laughs> who's running the uh, uh producing it on Facebook along with her uh, her mom and uh, her dad over there and underneath the tarp. I don't know why they gave the coach the tarp. Dowling coaches are on the other side of the field underneath a, a tent. Yeah. You ever done that in a game? No. Your coaches do that? No. <laughs> it's a family affair. It's a good deal. It is. It's fun to see. It is. I, mean, I want to thank uh, the Pollock family. Bows and the Florist is one of our sponsors here on Iowa Catholic Radio along with Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construct Professionals, and Dental Associates. Roosevelt out of the timeout. Now Dowling back to throw. Fires in the middle. Caught touchdown. Trey Wilson from Dante Cataldo. Well, that defensive timeout didn't adjust much anything. They left Wilson one-on-one for a touchdown from 20 yards out. Well, what happens is the the coaches came in and said, you got to stop that short route from the slot. And so then what happens? They run Trey deep down, you know, just a seam route down the middle, turned him loose, and Cataldo hit him in stride as as uh, Trey got behind the defense and six points. Dante checked off very well. We'll uh, stay for the extra point. Schumacher on the hold by Jepson, and the kick is good. 
So Dowling now extends its lead to 29 to nothing over Roosevelt with 5.49 left to go in the second quarter. Timeout on the field. We'll be back here at McGrain Stadium with Dowling leading Roosevelt by the score of 29-0 with 5.49 to go here in the second quarter on Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Father Greg Leach from the Diocese of Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back at McGrain Stadium. Here's a kickoff by Schumacher. And it's a line drive muffed by the Roosevelt return person. That's Eddie Fulton on the return. And he dies across the 25, down up near the 30-yard line. And a penalty flag down late. So we'll see what that's all about. Dowling leading 29-0. Trey Wilson on a 20-yard touchdown pass. Reception from quarterback Dante Cataldo, who's thrown two tonight. And for Wilson, his first touchdown of the year. Let's go down the Dowling sideline. And John Chido and Johnny Dowling's... uh, Touchdown drives have been set up by short field, and that's due to the special teams. Uh, the Maroons putting uh, Roosevelt, uh, deep offense rather, in a uh, very bad predicament. Now Rough Riders are going to be marched back after the return. But, Johnny, take it away. Yeah, Dowling has really capitalized on short field position. And, and, and I was standing here with Doc Zachary, and we're talking about, look at the middle of the field. It's wide open. The one safety they have was to the opposite side of where Trey was lined up to the two-receiver side. I go, they're going right down the middle, and, of course, I, I called the shot and finally was right once, and Dante <laughs> hit Trey uh, in stride for the touchdown. All right, Roosevelt first down from their own 14 after the penalty. They fire the ball out, and it's caught. And Miller with the reception for uh, Roosevelt on a uh, nice catch. And they're going to give him yardage up near near the 20. I'm not sure if it's quite that far. We'll call it the 18-yard line, gain of four. Parker Pearson comes up and makes a stop for the Maroons, and Rough Riders said, we're just going to take take what they're giving us, and, and they're going to take that easy throw right away and and uh, go to your money man. You know, get get Hudson Miller the football. Yeah, Hudson Miller with the catch, gain of four, second and six Riders from their own 18 with just under five minutes to play. Now a little jet sweep from right to left, trying to turn the corner for Roosevelt as Terrence Hill, as we mentioned, sat out last week's game. And he's finally run out of bounds as he's shy of the 25-yard line. Just about a yard, yard or two short of the first down. Jay Kruger held contain on the outside here with the, from his corner position on that jet sweep. And uh, trying to get this fast defense to overreact one way and then come back the other there. And, and uh, got a little space. And, you know, it's, they had those two first downs early. And since then, it's been... Pretty hard to come by yeah, for the Rough Riders. They haven't gotten one since, although Hill tried to. It's third and one Roosevelt from their own 24-yard line. Here's Patton. 
And the give is to the tailback. Davidson trying to turn the corner, and he can't. He loses yardage as the white jerseys of Dowling just converged over there. It will bring up fourth and about three as he loses a couple. Lucas Scigliano comes up from his linebacker position and makes an outstanding play off that right edge and, and uh, right edge of the defense as they try to run back to the wide side of the field and makes a big stop here, and Rough Riders look like they might be going for it. Loss of two. It will bring up fourth and three. For the Rough Riders, tonight's game brought to you in part by Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Two tight ends, one receiver to the right, two to the left, and now a timeout, Roosevelt. We'll take one with them. Three and a half minutes to go, second quarter. 29-0 over Dowling over Roosevelt, back in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Our blessed Lord considered the three possible forms of church government. The democratic would be one in which a majority vote decides, in which everyone has an entirely different opinion of what is to be. The aristocratic is an appeal not so much to the majority or to the masses, but rather an an appeal to an aristocracy, a house of parliament, a senate, a congress, a house of lords. And the theocratic is one in which God chooses one man as he chose Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Moses, and guides and protects and directs this man. Peter holds the primacy, primacy not only of honor, but also of jurisdiction over the church. He is the vicar of Christ. He is the first pontiff. He is the first pope. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. All right, back here at... Hoover High School, McGrain Stadium, fourth and three for Roosevelt from their own 22-yard line. Ryder's still going to go for it out of the timeout. Back to throw Patton, setting up the screen, fires it out, caught by Davison. He's going to be hit and dropped, and Dowling will once again take over on downs, and the maroon white shirts read that well. They've been running the screen to the right. This time they ran it to the left and tried to get Davison, who's one of their quicker backs yeah. in space, but Dowling converts there, Matt. And, and you know, the, the receivers there are supposed to give a little more of an indication that they're taking off down the field, and they just kind of kind of didn't get out quick enough and, and stood there a little bit, and it allowed the defense to rally as they saw the ball was not going deep. And, Johnny, Dowling's taken over on the Ryder 23-yard line with three and a half minutes to go, and we're going to see a new quarterback. How about this? Jack Jepson going to take some snaps, Johnny. Yeah, uh, 29 nothing here in short field, and Jack uh, getting his fir- first action here at, at quarterback uh, for, for, for the Maroons. Absolutely. Here's Jack on the snap, handoff to Rashad Davis is in there, and he goes right up over center inside the 20, down to the rider 17 for a gain of six. Here we got a flag here after the play as well, and if you're, if you're coming into the game with a new quarterback, what a great way to start it. Just hand it off to Rashad Davis. Right? <laughs> We'll see what the penalty is here. And we'll get that. It's a penalty against Roosevelt. Our officials tonight, the referee is Mike Morrison. The umpire, Jerry Bohay. Russ Dempster is the head linesman. The line judge is Jeff Bunning. And the back judge is Sean Osland. And those guys did the freshman game earlier today. Dowling freshman with the win. And this penalty will move Dowling half the distance to the goal line, like personal foul against the Riders. You did a doubleheader, kind of like you all summer, huh? Yeah, all summer, yeah. yeah. A little bit cooler <laughs> here tonight. All right, first and 10 Dowling from uh, the first and goal Dowling from the uh, eight-yard line of Roosevelt. Jepson 
with two receivers right, three to the left, empty backfield. Jack fires in the end zone. The ball is patted down, incomplete. Great pass defender that time. Eddie Fulton came in from his linebacker spot to knock it away. Yeah, and here you go, and they aren't changing anything that they're doing with Jepson in the ball game. He can handle it, and they went five wide and opened up the field on first down and and let Jack let one rip over the middle and uh, would have got home except for that good play by Fulton over the middle. Yeah, that's a good point. Middleton will come in as a fullback. Dowling will have one receiver on each side of the four, uh, formation with the tight end on the line at left, uh, left tackle rather. And then the handoff, well, no, fake play action fake, and they throw it in the end zone, incomplete. And a penalty flag down on the yeah. play as Horace was the intended receiver in the slant play from the right side. I'm going to call pass interference on yeah. Roosevelt. Bang, bang play as the defender is out there, and I believe that is number, that was um, Zabajo was out there and makes a play and just a hair early as he goes out and, and hits the, receiver before the ball got there. So it creates a first down inside the five. It'll be first and goal. Half the distance at the four. You're right, Matt. Jepson now with a pistol formation. Rashad Davis in the backfield. Two receivers left and the tight end on the right. Here's a snap. Jepson gives it to Rashad and gets inside the five and takes tacklers into the end zone. Touchdown, Rashad Davis. From four yards out, he was stopped right about the two-yard line and then just showed his strength yeah. and pulled tacklers in the end zone. Touchdown, and Dowling now leading 35 nothing with two minutes and 40 seconds left to go in the first half. His center of gravity is so good and his balance and footwork that he's just able to be a pinball out there and keep moving toward, excuse me, towards the end zone. So the extra point now by Schumacher with uh, Jepson staying in the hold. Here's a snap is good. Ball down. The kick is up and good. As extra point by Dowling is good. So with 2.40 remaining here in the first half, Dowling 36, Roosevelt nothing from McGrain Stadium here on the campus of Hoover High School. Back after this one-minute break here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Known as the Apostle of the Impossible and one of the church's most beloved saints, Jude Thaddeus is revered for his unwavering dedication and steadfast faith, inspiring people since ancient times to seek his intercession when faced with seemingly hopeless adversity and need. You can experience St. Jude's transformative presence Tuesday, September 26th at St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines when the arm of St. Jude will be on display for veneration. Details at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And we're back here at McGrain Stadium. Here is the kickoff by Dowling, fielded by Ryan Malloy at the goal line. Picks it up and gets across the 15. He stops shy of the 20-yard line. The Rough Riders will have it first and 10 from their own 
15-yard line, they'll spot him down. 36-0 Dowling with two and a half minutes to go. We'll have the running clock here. Let's go down the Dowling sideline. That's where John Chido was, and not a bad job by the Dowling offense. Again, short field for the Maroons. Three plays, 23 yards, and three penalties in that play, Johnny, and capped off by Rashad Davis's four-yard run, and Jack Jepson gets to run the offense. Yeah, Jack's, uh, he made some nice throws there, and uh, credit Roosevelt on, on, on their defense of knocking those passes down. But, again, like you guys mentioned, uh, the short field, and Dowling's able to capitalize that and put more points on the board. First down, Riders on their own 18-yard line, and now pass that uh, is caught, and that's by the receiver, Malloy. And he gets about five, maybe six yards across the 25 to the 26-yard line. Gain of eight. And Rough Riders going to go hurry up here with 145 to go. And running clock. And running clock. And and uh, nice tackle out there by Parker Pearson. Rough Riders now keep the ball on the ground and uh, getting dropped right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. It'll be third down for Roosevelt from the uh, 26. And That looked like Jonah Calderon there. Uh, that's uh, or was or it? Hill. I think it was Terrence Hill. Terrence Hill. Yeah. Terrence is coming off an injury. He didn't play last week in okay. the, uh, the Ryder game. Uh, Roosevelt coming off a uh, 51 or yeah, 34-14 loss to Ames at Drake Stadium, and he didn't play in that game. So he's better tonight, and he got hit that time. So it'll bring up third and two Riders from their own 26. No gain on the play by Hill. Here's Patton at quarterback. Hands it off to the tailback, and he's hit and drop. I think it's a different tailback in there. That may be. That's Jonah Calderon. You just called it to earlier, but Calderon got the carry, and he got nowhere. No game. And that, I believe, Johnny will have to help me there, but I believe that was Jackson Miller that came up and makes the stop there. Is that yep, right, Johnny? Yep, yep, you're exactly right. It was Jackson Miller, number 47. Yeah, it makes a nice play out there on the edge, and you can see here with the running clock in, in fourth and six. There's under 30 seconds left as it winds down. This could be the last. Well, the clock will stop if they don't make it. Riders have one timeout remaining. Dowling has all three, and the Maroons are in no hurry to stop the clock. No. Run out. This will be the last snap, probably. All right, Ten seconds left on the game clock. Dowling shows blitz, and they swing it out to Calderon, and he sidesteps the tackle and picks up the first down. They'll stop the clock. No, they won't. And that'll be the end of the first half. And he gets across the 30 to the 32-yard line. So a nine-yard reception that time by the Riders. And I think the coaches are saying the clock does the clock gets stopped at all, even if he goes out of bounds? Yep. Yeah. Yep, it does. So yeah. John Childs. Or even on the first down. I was thinking on the first down it might stop. They nope. keep going. So okay. we've come to the end of the first half with Dowling leading Roosevelt 36 yep. to nothing here at McGrain Stadium on the grass field. Here at uh, Des Moines Hoover High School, Mark Hamadil alongside Matt Mandering. John Chidel's on the sideline, going to catch up with head coach Tom Wilson when he walks down towards Johnny as the Maroons head to halftime. I think they're just going to gather in the south end zone. There's yep. no facility here. And, Johnny, you have head coach Tom Wilson of Dallin Catholic. Take it away. Well, Coach, a good first first half, uh, off to a great start here, especially in the second quarter there with a lot of nice defensive stops, and the offense was able to capitalize on some short fields and, and take advantage of it and put some points on the board. Your thoughts so far? Oh, really, I thought we were a little bit sloppy to begin with, and then uh, field position helped us uh, blocking a couple of punts. Um, we felt like we could get to them, and uh, that is that has come to fruition. But uh, it, throwing the ball around isn't a bad thing, and so hopefully we get a lot of people in the ball game. Well, thanks for your time, Coach. All right, Johnny, thank you for that interview. John John Chido on the Dowling sideline is uh, tonight we're coordinating 
Two entities, Iowa Catholic Radio and our entity here. It's a high-pressure job. Well, you're right in the middle of it. You ought to know about high-pressure jobs. Oh, I understand. What, what do you push around during the day? you got this little portable desk. I've heard <laughs> stories about it, and uh, is it true? It is true. Do you got it? Now, does, does it have Wi-Fi and it, all well, that? No, I don't need, we get that in the building. I oh. just kind of, you know, walk around with a mobile desk. I thought you had it backwards when you were showing me it before school started. I thought, well, you, your pencils go here, your cell phone goes there. No. I thought you had it. I thought you were running it backwards. You're actually doing it the right way, apparently. Yeah, my my um, secretary did put an air tag on my mobile desk so she can find me but uh <laughs> no, it, work, it. it works out well you get to be okay. out there and, and see see the kids and see the teachers doing their thing and and uh it's a lot better than being cooped up in that office i'll bet all right we're at halftime here at uh McGrain stadium campus of hoover high school but it's roosevelt's home game dowling leads 36 nothing at halftime alongside matt mandering I'm Mark Amadale, John Chido on the sideline. Of course, uh, our thanks to Brady Graham for Iowa Catholic Radio. He is in the studio. We have no scores report because it's Thursday night. Everybody plays tomorrow. We'll kind of talk more about some of the upcoming games tomorrow night, but we're going to catch up with Mary Beth Wiskus, our uh, Dowling volleyball coach, as uh, we will we'll talk more when we take this break. We'll take a one-minute break here at halftime. And, of course, uh, we are simulcasting with the folks at the uh, Greater Des Moines Catholic Football League presenting tonight's game on the Dowling Catholic Public Facebook page. And that link is also on the Dowling Catholic Football Facebook page. So you can watch the game. It has our sound. So we're kind of simulcasting with two entities. We'll take a break and come back. One minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm Father Thomas Loya, and this week on Light of the East on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, there is in our times a big, round, painful hole in the very soul of Western civilization. The round peg that can fit into this round hole and fill that nasty hole may very well be found in the spirituality of the Eastern Catholic churches. Light of the East, Sunday mornings at 1030 on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Father John Akery from the Diocese of Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome back to halftime here at McGrain Stadium on the campus of Hoover High School. Halftime score, Dowling 36, Des Moines, Roosevelt nothing. The Roosevelt band on the field for uh, halftime. Let's take a look at the first half statistics. Jared Seifert just popped those stats over. He ran really fast to get him over here, didn't he, Matt, to, to the opposite press he box? Did. Let technology <laughs> do the work. Yeah, but uh, let's take a look at the, the, the numbers here in the first half. Dowling with 10 first downs, Roosevelt with 8. Dowling, eight carries for 35 yards on the ground. Roosevelt, 14 carries for 32 yards. And Maroons with a total yardage of 171 yards tonight with Roosevelt with 79 total yards. Both teams with a turnover in the contest. Maroons are one for three in third down conversions. Roosevelt, two out of seven in third down conversions. Dante Cataldo, 14 out of 19 passing 138 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. And Jack Jepson 0 for 1 passing. Hank Brown, the leading receiver for Dowling, 
Seven catches for 55 yards here in the first half and a touchdown. Will Leifker, four catches for 36 yards. Troy Wilson, two catches for 28 yards and a touchdown. And Rashad Davis, one catch for 17 yards. Leading rusher for Dowling, Rashad Davis, seven carries for 34 yards. And Dante Cataldo, one carry for one yard. For the Roosevelt Rough Riders this evening, the Jakari uh, Patton is six, six or eight out of 15 passing for 47 yards and one interception. Leading ball carrier for Roosevelt, Jaden Davison, seven carries for 21 yards. Jakari Patton, two rushes for three yards. Jonah Calderon, four carries for four yards. And Terrence Hill, one carry for four yards for the Rough Riders. For Roosevelt, leading receiver tonight for the Rough Riders is Hudson Miller, three catches for 29 yards. Ryan Malloy, two catches for 11 yards. Jalen Seals, one catch for one yard. And finally, Jaden Davidson, starting tailback, two catches for six yards. And the Rough Rider interception was by Eddie Fulton. So that's a look at some of the numbers here in the first half. Matt Mander, we missed anything? I think you got him. He's Hanton with the interception and Ferricks with the uh, fumble or the blocked punt recovery in the end zone. All right, earlier I caught up with Mary Beth Wiskus. She is the Dowling Girls Volleyball Coach, 15 years at Dowling Catholic High School. Had a conversation with her just the other day, and uh, here it is. As Dowling leads at halftime, 36-0 over the Roosevelt Rough Riders. Mark Amadale now joined by head coach Mary Beth Wiskus of the Dowling Volleyball Team, currently ranked number one. Class 5A, a 17-3 and record, and uh, coming off a win uh, the, earlier this week against Johnson at Johnson, three sets to none. And Mary Beth, thank you for joining us tonight, and welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having having me on. Excited to chat volleyball with you. I love that. We love it. <laughs> Once a year, it seems like we do that. What a start you guys are off to. Before we get into that, tell us how many years you've been coaching volleyball here. I know you were an assistant and a head coach. So give us some of the nickel and dime there and uh, what led you to Dowling when you did decide to come here. Where'd you come from? Yeah, this is my 15th year as a head coach at Dowling. I, it makes me sound really old, but that's okay. Um, I was an assistant coach under Paula Coles for two years when I first came to Dowling. So it's actually my 17th total year uh, coaching at Dowling, but my 15th as a head coach. I, uh, played at Loris College as a setter at Loris College and went to um, Chicago for grad school and started coaching there at Maine West High School. So I coached at Maine West for three years and then my mom battled cancer. So I decided to move back home and uh, got a job at Ames High. So I coached with Cindy Holmes um, in early 2000s, um, went went to state with Ames High for three all three years that I was there. And I was an assistant coach under her and that was great. And then Ran into my husband, and we got married and moved to Des Moines. And so um, it's been a great ride. It's been amazing, to be honest, um, seeing the, the the culture of the teams that we've had from the beginning, you know, 17 years ago to now and where we're at. It's, it's just something to really be proud of and, and see the girls um, just develop and the, the whole program. It's just a really fun um, thing to be a part of. Mary Beth, one thing I've noticed from your program is it's more like family, and it starts all the way down to youth, and they're coming out of middle school, yep. uh, eighth, ninth grade, and then they're, they're at Dowling, and you have them, and that's almost 
all year round because sports are almost like that. You have to, uh, if you're not out for a second or third sport, you really got to put time in the sport you are out for. And those volleyball players is one big family. And I've seen that as you graduate, a new group coming in, and what a group you have. And I just wanted to mention that. Somebody from afar watching this, uh, I really think a lot of uh, what these kids do, it all starts with your leadership at the top with the seniors and juniors. Yes, we, we have a club, uh, Allen Catholic Volleyball Club, that I think is a huge part of our success. Um, you know, I, I think just developing kids with the love of volleyball um, and giving all kids an opportunity to improve as many as we possibly can. I just want to let them play. I also enjoy um, having the club because we support a multi-sport athletes. So our club isn't one that's going to play 14 tournaments in a season. It's We're going to be playing two tournaments a month and, and it gives kids an opportunity to play other things, do other things. And um, I think they have a really big um, love for the game when they come to Dowling. I know who they are. I get to hang out with them once a week from the time that they're, you know, in fifth grade. And it's, it's a, I mean, they, they have a great volleyball IQ when they come, they know the basics and, and a lot more kids improve. Um, and I think we get a really, a great, um, basis of talent coming in, um, in a freshman year. It just helps us to reload every year. So, um, it also helps form relationships with kids from a young age and get to know them. So I think that helps in that family type atmosphere that we have at high school. It just doesn't happen when they walk in. It's been being cultivated since they're in fifth and sixth grade. And, and it's great. It's really fun. You get to know the kids as people. Well, Coach Wiskus, you've got quite a streak going as far as making it to state in volleyball. Yeah. And that is one great streak. Uh, hopefully that'll continue. But right now you're ranked number one in class 5A. I'm not sure the last time uh, that was, that has happened, yeah. but now you're being the hunter. You got that target on your yes. back and everybody's falling in place. Uh, but talk about this year's group. Forget all about that. What about this year's group? Uh, how many kids do you have coming back from last year's state of parents and uh, your leaders, you know, your seniors, your captains? Yeah, our captains are uh, Kenzie Dean, who is a senior. Um, she's been playing varsity for the last three years for us. Um, Ella Rogers is returning as a setter. Um, she's a junior. Um, and Annalise Grant, who is also a junior. She's a libero. Um, we have, I mean, to have a libero and a setter and a, and a great outside as our, our leaders for uh, the girls elected them as captains. Um, that's a great score for us to have a good sound basis for success. But honestly, we have 16 girls on varsity and we need everybody. Um, and so we value every, everybody in our team. And, um, we just enjoy trying to challenge each other in practice and, um, make each other better. I think, Part of the thing that's exciting for these girls is they have a constant drive to be successful, to get better as a team. Um, being good is is great, but we just want to we want to keep getting better um, every time we um, play together. Uh, so I think they really strive to be to be great um, every time they get together and and even be more consistent. This group has a great uh, mentality to be very very consistent. Get on to the next play not let big runs go. Um, they have a very strong mentality, uh, which I'm really proud of, of them for developing that. And this is a group that was kind of born into uh, state tournament experience because you're used to finishing your season. Uh, well, it was at Cedar Rapids, and now yeah. it's in Iowa City and Coralville with a brand-new uh, center there, the Extreme Center. But uh, postseason is a big thing, not only getting out of your regional final and, and moving to a state. So this yeah. group has those expectations. They also have the number one ranking. Yeah. How has that went? Uh, with the group because every match everybody hey that's there's number one we want yeah. their court and you know and so on yeah i think everybody's 
when they come and play dowling, they just want to beat us all the time. I think we get the best and that makes us better. Um, sharpens the saw and it, it's great. We welcome that. Um, so, I mean, being number one is, is awesome, but it's, the focus needs to be on just getting better, um, continue to improve. And, and we, we continue to say that, um, number one ranking is just a ranking. It doesn't really mean much, um, how we are as teammates, how hard we play, how hard, how well we do the little things. That's really what makes us the team that we want to be. So we just focus on the right things, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, we're going and we've been to state for 11 years. Um, 11 years ago was the first year we've ever been to state for Dowling volleyball history. And we just keep going and, and it's, it is great. Um, but this, these girls have vocalized that they, they want to win it all. Um, I remember talking with them in August and they just were like, we want to win it all whiskers and not every crew vocalizes that. And they do, um, they don't say it very much. I think we're wanting to, we, we want to focus on the right things. Um, the outcome will happen, but how we do things is really what matters. So, um, yeah, they, it was interesting because them, for them to vocalize that early, it kind of took me back like, oh, all right, I see where your minds are. We're, we got to get really good. <laughs> so we got to put in that, that daily work. So they're doing a great job with it. Um, we have great leadership. I think you, our leaders work hard and, um, and then everybody, everybody just jumps on board and it's, it's a good environment. Visit with Mary Beth Wiskus, the uh, head volleyball coach at Dowling Catholic High School. Uh, the Maroons currently ranked number one in 5A. They're 17-3 and three going into this weekend. And, Coach, uh, let's talk about your coaching staff uh, for, for all levels because they're a big support to you. Yeah. But the, more importantly, they, teach the, they help you teach the kids and uh, what a group you've had. Yes. Yeah, Marcy Sreg and Liam McQuaid are assistant coaches for us. Um, they're awesome. Uh, they know the kids very well and we really divide and conquer um so we get a lot of we get a lot of skills work um in in practice and and i trust them um with anything uh if i left it would be fine um and that's what i hope you know that's what i really hope like when anytime that i leave i just want them to be better than when i came and and those i mean marcy and lee are amazing and um we're a better better team because of of their work here with all the girls and and we have a really good time together, too. So it makes a fun environment for us uh, to get better and, and have a great time playing the sport. And, Coach, finally, uh, we, you talked about your, your captain, some of your leadership. Uh, round out the rest of your team uh, before these matches. And I know that that's very important. It's always good to have the leadership and the captains, but there's others that are part of this program. And you mentioned uh, you had, I think, 15 on your club. Uh, those are the ones that are going to war for all these tournaments mm-hmm. or wherever you travel. So uh, take it away. Yeah, no, um, uh, we have our, our seniors, our Anne Marie McConville, uh, Madeline Stevenson, Aspen, Didi, Laura Grishala, and Kenzie Dean. Um, so we have five seniors part of our staff, of our, our team this year, and um, they're great kids and, and great players. And um, I think you always have to be uh, competing and pushing yourself to get better, and they just jump right in and, and, and do that this year for us and lead very well for us. Um, we have uh, we have people in all class all classes on our team. Um, we have a couple freshmen, Kaylee Klein and Alexis Tice, that are on our team. We have a couple sophomores, Ava Greta Keen and Ellie Muller, on our team. And then we have a ton of juniors. We have Kate Nelson and Amaya Thompson and Ashley Stone and Siri Beecher, Annalise Grant, who I said, and Ella Rogers and Maddie Chapman um, on our team that um, do do a good job. But we 
the only way we get better is by having great practices and, and honestly, all 16 of them contribute to that. Um, and, and their, their willingness to play all the roles that we need them to play, um, and positive mentality, uh, that makes the whole team a successful team. And so we need all 16 to buy in and and they're doing a great job of that, um, this year. And they're just great people. I mean, I, I, I say it all the time. Like Dowling's a great place to coach. I love being here. I love teaching here. Um, it's really fun. They're great kids. Um, so that's the best part of it is the kids. So, well, coach, thanks for taking time out to visit with us tonight. Best of luck in your success, the rest of the regular season and the postseason. <laughs> thanks for having me. Thanks. That was Mary Beth Wiskus, the head coach of the Dowling volleyball team. They'll be in action this weekend in a tournament. Right now at halftime, Dowling Catholic leading Des Moines Roosevelt 36-0 on a beautiful night here in central Iowa as we're at Hoover High School, McGrain Stadium. Dowling leading 36-0. We'll take a one-minute break and come back. We'll get uh, John Chidel and Mr. Maindring involved with more conversation. This is Mark Amadell, and stay tuned for more from Hoover High School on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Catholic United Financial, a member-owned, not-for-profit financial services company that connects, protects, and generously impacts the families, parishes, and schools in Iowa communities. For over 145 years, Catholic United has helped build stable and secure financial futures for Midwest families. Learn more about how Catholic United Financial can help you and your local parish. Contact Tara Weiss or Peter Orm at 1-800-568-6670 or visit catholicunitedfinancial.org. When you give God your time, He changes your life forever. I love driving to work every morning listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. It's a great, refreshing start to the day. It gives me purpose for my day. It's the Fall Fundraiser on Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. This is Father Nick Stark from the Diocese of Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, we're back here at McGrain Stadium on the campus of Hoover High School. Mark Amadillo alongside Matt Mandring, John Chido, our halftime score, Dowling 36, and Roosevelt nothing as uh, we were entertained by the Roosevelt marching band and uh, cheerleaders at halftime while we were listening to the interview with uh, Mary Beth Wiskus as uh, Dowling leads it again 36 nothing. Dowling will receive the second half kickoff. Let's take a look at scoring in the first half. Rashad Davis on a couple of touchdowns, a two-yard run to start the game off, and a four-yard run right before the half. Hank Brown on a 13-yard touchdown reception from quarterback Dante Cataldo, and then Trey Wilson on a 20-yard pass from Dante Cataldo. So Cataldo threw a pair of uh, touchdown passes, and then Nick Frerichs recovering a fumble in the end zone that was uh, blocked by Adam Pennington. Frerichs got the uh, six points, though, as Pennington got the block, and the Maroons lead it. 36 nothing. Uh, Dowling went for two on one of their conversions, and Rashad ran it in from two yards out. So that's a look at the scoring. And looking at uh, tomorrow night, a lot of high school football, some of the uh, premier games going on. Well, there's one top ten game going on. That'll be at Waukee Northwest as they host West Waterloo. Both teams tied for tenth in uh, Class 5A rankings. They're both at number ten. That'll be a CISN game tomorrow night. The uh, Maroons' next opponent is Ankeny Centennial. Seventh-ranked Ankeny Centennial tomorrow night hosting Des Moines East. That game will also be on CISN. And then the other one has Valley looking for their first win. West Des Moines Valley uh, hosting Ames at Valley Stadium tomorrow night. 
For Roosevelt fans that are tuning in tonight, they their next opponent is Sioux City North. They will be at Urbandale uh, tomorrow night as uh, Urbandale hosts Sioux City North. Sioux City North uh, 0-4 on the season. Let's look at some of the games going on. Matt Madering here. What a first half by the Maroons. Johnny Chido, you over there on the sideline? You got your ears on? I am, and I do have my ears on. I need some bug spray. You know, you, you wouldn't think the bugs would be out. No. Uh, this late in the in the year, but there's still it feels like midsummer down a, here. There's a good breeze coming through our window here, Johnny. That's surprising. Yeah, yeah a lot of bugs for whatever reason. Maybe it's the grass field. That could be first time on grass. But uh, your thoughts from the perspective uh, of being on the field uh, of this Dowling team tonight? Because uh, as Matt and I were looking, he asked me, uh, you know, what's the best, uh, the, the worst field position the Dowling offense started? It was a 48 yard line of Dowling. They've been in Roosevelt territory to start, and that's because the defense and special teams have put the Maroon offense in pretty good shape. Yeah, they, they, they sure have. You know, what I've noticed, too, is, is the start of the game, it, it seemed flat to me. I don't know about to you guys, but it seemed like really, really flat. I mean, uh, Roosevelt came out, and they had some nice conversions there, and then uh, they went for it on fourth down, if you remember, and then Dowling had the short field, and they couldn't convert. And then all of a sudden, uh, one of the plays, uh, the quarterback for Roosevelt threw the ball up, and it seemed like our guys were just standing there watching. But as the play, per, or as the game progressed, you saw our guys, uh, especially on the defense side of the ball, going up and going after that football. And you saw two, two, two uh, interceptions, and then aggressive on the, the punt block. Uh, and special teams have been fantastic tonight. And then Dowling started taking advantage of that short field. They yeah, certainly did, Matt. Your your perspective here. It's really surprising to be at half and only have 35 yards rushing. And as we were talking about things and and the discrepancy between the yards passing and the yards rushing, we wouldn't have thought that coming into the game. But, again, the short field every time and Dowling taking what the defense is giving them. And they were going to load the box, stop Rashad Davis, and they have. He's got 34 yards rushing, I think, is what you said at half. But that has left the receivers open and specifically Hack, Hank Brown and Trey when he lined up into that slot position and Will Leifker has been a bigger part of the ball game tonight so and, and we haven't called Curtis Horace who was the big receiver last week that's right he's got a shutout in the first half and that just shows the dynamic of this offense and how many weapons they have yeah Dowling with uh, 171 yards of total offense tonight uh and Roosevelt with 79 yards of total offense. Both, uh, let's see, Dowling averaging four and a half yards per play and Roosevelt averaging two and a half yards a play. But uh, the Maroon defense has really done a good job in special teams. Johnny, I told Matt, I said, I'd like to see Dowling work on punt return more so than punt block. What do you think? Say that again, Mark. Uh, you uh, cut out there a second. Yeah, I'd like to see uh, the Maroons uh, special teams work on punt return <laughs> than punt block. Yeah, they've got the punt block down. And, <laughs> yep. uh, yes, they do. And they uh, like special teams have been fantastic. And, and that's what's come away with these short fields. Like you guys said, the, the longest drive started at their own 48. That's incredible. And uh, Dowling has taken advantage, like we've mentioned, uh, of the short field. But, you know, Roosevelt has some speed, and you think they try to get the edge a little bit more, uh, especially that first series. They showed their speed, and they're able to get the edge. And I think Matt mentioned, too, the screen passes that they ran there. They were there. If the if the, guy, if the back that caught it just would turn into his, his run, it just kind of hesitated just a little bit, and it allowed the Dowling defense to, to gather and, and, and stop him short of the first down. Well, Abel Kennedy will kick off for Roosevelt, number 97. And the Maroons have a couple players back deep. Normally it's Zach Smith. 
and uh, Rashad Davis. And now they kick it out of bounds, and Dowling will have it first and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Again, tonight we're streaming and uh, simulcasting with the Dowling Catholic Football Facebook page. The link is also available on the Dowling Catholic Football Twitter page. But uh, thanks to uh, the Pollux, uh, Addie is running everything. Her mom, Jess, is doing a great job. And Andy's over across the way trying to get the offensive lining here. So <laughs> we got the Pollock family covered is, here. Is this a first in 42 years? Mark, yes, that yes, you it are is. streaming on Facebook. I, mean, I don't even have Facebook. <clears throat> I have to go to my wife's account, and she <laughs> tells me that doesn't surprise she me. She tells yeah. me everything that's going on. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I, I have my wife. God bless her. All right, Dowling with the first down at their own 35-yard how, line. How was it anniversary last week? We were we had a great time, man. Good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we had a great time last uh, Saturday night. All right, Jack Jepson gets to start here in the second half. A little play action and a little pop pass caught. First down, Dowling into Roosevelt territory immediately from the 35. They're going to spot the receiver down, and I think that was Matthew Kerner. Matt Kerner down yeah, the middle of the Kerner. field, middle seam, and 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 uh, Jepson hit him in stride. Great pass, hit him in stride. Big gain right out of the shoots for the Maroons. So a 24-yard completion for Jack Jepson to... Kerner, first down Maroons. Jepson, that's, that's not easy to do when you're, uh, you have to fake it and uh, get that uh, pass off. And now high snap, Jack gets it and hand off Rashad Davis and it's, it's down to about the 40 think, for a gain of one. I think that's Ian Middleton, yeah. Ian is Middleton okay? is in that tailback position right now as they start to rotate through some bodies. But I think... I got to go through the offensive line. I think the offensive line is intact yet. Let's look here. We got, we got no Dakota Beener is on the right side here, and we have Joe Mauser, um, and then that's the second unit. Yep, that's all second the unit in there. All right, second and nine, Dowling from the forty of Roosevelt. Maroons lead it thirty-six nothing. High oh. snap, and now Jepson is just going to fall on it back at the forty-five yard line. So he'll lose. Or check that, 45 at Dowling, so he'll lose about 15 yards or so. He will, so it'll bring up third and long from the Dowling 45. And that's one of the things when you're working out of that pistol formation and you bring in a different lineman in there, a different center, that creates a challenge, and I believe that's Drew Abdramanovich in there right now at that um, center position, Jack Slade to the left of him as it's third in a bunch right now. Right, Jepson was loaned back five receivers. The pass is incomplete and deflected off a of Roosevelt defender, but uh, intended receiver that time was uh, Dowling's Ian, Mil- Ian Middleton. It's incomplete. Yeah, off two, two, two bodies there is that pass from Jack Jepson. Jepson went over the middle, hits an arm, hits another receiver or another defender, and drops harmlessly to the ground. And now the punt team for the First time tonight. Yeah, so Maroons get a first down. Matt Kerner hooked up with uh, Jack Jepson for 24 yards uh, from the Dowling 35, and everything else went backwards. So fourth down, Dowling will have the punter in for the first time tonight. Smith in the punt. Long count. Good snap. Gets it away. Nice punt that time by Zach Smith, averaging 39 yards. A punt will go out of bounds inside the 20, and that's where... Roosevelt will take over their first offensive series. 9.04 left to go here in the third quarter. We'll have the running clock here in the second half. Dowling with the lead. 
36 nothing. Let's go down the Dowling sideline. And, uh, John Chato, you saw what we saw. A first down on the first play of the third quarter, and everything else went backwards. Yeah, it's just uh, Dowling's unable to, to move the chains there and, and uh, get the guys in open space. They went to that empty look again, Mark, and you have that man coverage and, and just kind of get that connection that uh, uh, with the receiver, and, and the ball was thrown a little bit outside the Ian there on the last, last play and uh, just came up short. All right, Roosevelt with the football, a little swing pass, caught by Hudson Miller from Patton, and he gets outside the numbers and finally brought down. He'll be shy of the first down. We're going to spot him down just shy of the 24-yard line, a gain of seven. Good tackle in space there by Lucas Hillegas and uh, the son of our admissions. That's right. Alicia Hillegas. And one of our uh, interviews at halftime earlier this year. Makes a nice play out there in space as we have some new bodies out there, a Tim Dang up front. And Adam Pennington at linebacker. Uh, we're going to try and get through all the numbers here as we see him run onto the field. So Miller, a gain of eight, they'll call it. Second and two. Patton out of the shotgun with one back in the backfield. Fakes the handoff. Jakari will keep it. Runs around left end. Got the first down and more. Down the near sideline. Gets a block. And finally run out of bounds at the Roosevelt 46-yard line. Nice run by Patton. That's where we've been waiting for all night. And he gets it done there. Jackson Miller finally pushes him out of bounds after the big gain. And, and uh, yeah, he got loose there and a lot of space for him to run, and he took advantage of it. And uh, just just got to keep your leverage points on the defensive side. You got a nice block downfield, 23-yard run by the Roosevelt quarterback, Jakari Patton, six foot, 190-pound senior. First down riders of their own 48-yard line. Here's a snap. Gives it to the tailback, and running outside is Jaden Davison, and he's going to be drugged down. For little or no gain, I'll bring up second and ten. Adam Pennington comes off the right edge and chases him down from behind and makes a nice tackle there in the backfield as the Maroon defense pushes them to a second and a little more than ten. Yeah, no gain on the play. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by the Catholic United Financial, Klein Electric, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. And don't forget the Iowa Catholic Radio Fall Fundraiser is already underway. Our goal is $200,000 for station operation. Matching dollars are available, and your gift is tax deductible. Be a voice for Christ by giving a gift today, iowacatholicradio.com, and click on the Donate button. A little swing pass by Patton, and it's incomplete in the flat. Jonah Calderon was the intended receiver, and they've been using a lot of that swing pass just to get their backs in open space, that time incomplete. Trying to get your athletes the football, and... Just took his eye off it a little too soon as Jackson Miller was coming up and uh, to make the hit on the play. We got Sam Papiti now out here at the corner on the right side of the field, and it looks like um, Thomas Hugerich out there on the other side. And again, we've got Joel Sanko here on the right edge as the linebacker. All right, third and ten. Patton back to throw. Riders following the ball downfield and he overthrows intended receiver his big uh, tight end, Ryan Malloy. Incomplete at about the 30 of Dowling. It'll bring up fourth down and ten for the Riders at their own 48 and I'm sure they'll go for it. Yeah, it looks like they're bringing in the punt team as fourth and long as Tim Dang, Tommy Brooks, Adam Pennington put some pressure up there for the Maroons and I believe Yes, I believe I got everybody there. Okay. Mark Amadale, Matt Maynard tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio in the press box along with John Chido on the sideline. We have the uh, Pollock family running the live stream Facebook. Streaming through the Dowling Catholic Football Facebook. So 
streaming the video, and now the punt was actually deflected, and in, I think that should be well, didn't give fair him catch to, interference. Yeah, they didn't as, give him room to catch it. As uh, Kerner was back there, and no flag down. Now there's a flag back at the 29-yard yep. line, and they'll sort it out. So with four minutes, 50 seconds to go here in the third quarter, 36 nothings our score, Dowling with the lead over Roosevelt. Let's go down the Dowling sideline. John Chido, take it away. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Is uh, the defense, uh, Roosevelt's defense didn't give uh, uh, Kerner uh, enough uh, room to catch the football, and that's tough when the punt is it's kicked short like that, and when the the receiving team, uh, Kerner, who was Kerner, coming up uh, to receive that ball, the defense has no idea if uh, the ball is coming up short. Their eyes are on down down the field on, on the defender, and and that's where they they ran into uh, Kerner. All right, Jepson on first down. little swing pass that's caught by Trig Troyer, the uh, six-foot, 180-pound senior. Trig with his first catch of the year, and it's a first down Dowling at the Roosevelt 42-yard line. Good catch there by Trig, and nice catch and run, and gets the yards after the catch for the first down. And, you know, Jepson throws the ball well and got it out there quickly to him as, again, not going to run the ball when they're putting everybody in the box and, and leaving some openings there. Now, here we got Hauschildt now at tailback. Yeah, and Middleton at fullback, pistol formation, high snap, and the give is to Steve Hauschildt. Slips a tackle, now brought down. Good penetration that time by the Roosevelt defense. They stuck with him and hauled him down. Brady Palmer was one of the tacklers. He's also the backup quarterback for the Riders. Yeah, look for a second like Hauschildt was going to be able to squirt loose out of there, but... Uh, Palmer was able to get his arms around him and bring him down as the offense sits here now at second and long. No gain in the play. Second and 10, Dowling. Maroons with three receivers left. Tied in on the right. Quarterback is Jack Jepson, the senior. And he has Halshilt in the backfield. And the snap off the side. Jack will keep it. And he's hit and dropped for a loss back to the 43-yard line. It'll bring up third and 11 for the Maroons. And it all starts with a snap, and yeah. I know Dowling's got a new center in there, and I'm not sure which one it is, but uh, the snaps have been a little high and off to the side, and that time Jack kept the ball from uh, going downfield. On the, on yeah, the, he on did. The <laughs> he's long arms. He was able to range and get that thing, and then decided the only thing he could do was put his head down and take off and try to minimize the loss. So a loss of one, third and 11 Dowling. Ball on their own. Let me put it back to the 42-yard line, so no gain in the play. Third and ten, two and a half minutes to go, third quarter. Jepson back to throw, fires it out, and the pass incomplete. Tried to hit his intended receiver that time, and I believe that was John Martin. Or Jacob Peterson. Or Peters, one yep, of the two. Jacob Peterson. And Peterson, and the defender closed in and passes incomplete. It'll bring up fourth and ten from the 43. And as, here we got... Um, Connor Larson in to punt for the Maroons. Two minutes, ten seconds left in the third quarter. Dowling, 36, Roosevelt, nothing. Thursday night high school football here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. And you mentioned the backup punter. This ought to be interesting. Maroons get the punt away and a nice kick that time by Connor Larson, the junior. Angles out of bounds, and it is. It's going to be down right around the 25. Keep moving up. 27-yard line. Roosevelt will have it. So first and 10, minute 42 to go. 
here in the third quarter, and the Riders with the first down. John Chida, we got to start thinking about post-game and interviews. Anybody you uh, interesting to talk about as we conduct our post or our post-game roundtable? Uh, it's, that's going to be a tough one. I, you know, you got the special teams and the defense came mm-hmm. up strong. You had the short field there, some nice catches by uh, receivers. Hank Brown had a good night. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Mr. Pennington with the block, and I think there was one more that you called out there. Here's a a pick pick six, six. possibly. Dowling with the interception and going all the way for the touchdown, Matt, is? Joel Sanko. Is that number 46 or 48? That'd be Joel Sanko. Joel Sanko. Joel Sanko. Oh, my goodness. What a grab. He was just laying in the flat, laying in the weeds. He was sitting out there waiting for the ball, and all of a sudden there it was. Gift wrapped and took off the other way. Joel Sanko. 5'11", 185-pound sophomore linebacker with the pick six. Yeah, good job by him, and he he didn't hesitate. Once he had that thing, he saw the end zone and took off, and uh, big conversion there and put six on the board. Extra point now for Dowling, and let's see the Maroons of uh, Coach Romney now getting all his kickers in there, I'm pretty sure. I think this is... This is still Schumacher. Uh, Schumacher in for the extra point. Hold by Jepson. Ball down. Kick is high and through. And the Maroons increase their lead to 43-0 with uh, 61 seconds left to go here in the third quarter from McGrain Stadium on the campus of Hoover High School. Dowling, 43. Roosevelt, nothing. Back after this one-minute break here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. CTOIowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. This is Father Jeffrey Kirby. St. Paul tells us that one receives faith through hearing. And it is by having Catholic Radio that we can hear the gospel and the good news proclaimed to us and understand every day the abundant life offered to us in Jesus Christ. Catholic Radio is essential in order to help us to grow in our discipleship. Iowa Catholic Radio is needed now more than ever. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And welcome back to the McGrain Stadium, northwest side of Des Moines, Hoover High School campus. Dowling like leading 43 0. Our JV volleyball team competing in the Johnston Kick tournament. Kickoff by. Maroons goes in the end zone, touchback, and the Riders will have it first Saturday. and ten from their own 20-yard line. Girl and, uh, swimming is traveling to Cedar Mr. Chido, we go down to you as uh, Joel Sanko, 35-yard interception return for a touchdown, a pick six for a sophomore linebacker. Yeah, it's nice to see Joel get that interception. You know, Joel, going back, he didn't play eighth-grade football because he's been battling a hip injury ever since uh, halfway through his seventh-grade year, and so he didn't play eighth-grade year. He, he played... He, Played half the year freshman year, and now he's in his sophomore year, and uh, he's able to get a, a pick on a Thursday night in a, in a varsity game. Uh, so very, very proud of Joel. Yeah, showed his speed and uh, agility, and now Patton on the uh, pass incomplete, tried to swing it out to his uh, receiver, and it was uh, knocked away incomplete. It'll bring up second and ten. Clock continues to run as the Maroons now 
leading by more than 35 points, which is the high school rule. It's a mercy rule. Anytime during the game you're up 35 or more, the clock runs and it'll stop on timeouts or a change of possession. Brings up second and ten riders. And a lot of new faces out there, Matt. I know you're trying to keep up. Trying to keep up. <laughs> All right, here's Patton. Shotgun formation. Looks left, Looks right. And now he found that uh, turf monster and tripped over. Yeah, not used to playing on the grass. No. And, and, and honestly, sometimes this time of night, it does. the dew starts to set in a little bit, and it does get a little slick out there. If you're used to changing direction on turf, yeah. you gotta, you got to be a little choppier with the grass, and that's going to be the end of the quarter. Yeah, seven-yard loss. So it'll bring up third and 17 for Roosevelt. That'll be in the fourth quarter as the end of the third quarter has upon us. Dowling 43, Roosevelt nothing. Alongside Matt Mandering, I'm Mark Amadale. John Chido on the uh, sideline. And thanks to the uh, Pollock family, Addie and her mom, Jess, up here running the live stream Facebook from the Dowling Facebook page. We'll be back with the fourth quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Father John Tregilio. We need Catholic Radio because it's a lifeline to Holy Mother Church. Catholic Radio enables us to know what the church teaches, but also to have solidarity with one another. It is one way that we express our commonality, our communio, that we are family. And by staying together, we can be God's children here on earth. Iowa Catholic Radio is needed now more than ever. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. When you give God your time, He changes your life forever. I listen to Iowa Catholic Radio because it changes hearts and minds and souls of all the people that I love. It's the Fall Fundraiser on Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at Hoover High School, McGrain Stadium. Mark Hamadale alongside Matt Mandering and Patton now on third and 17. Lost it downfield. The pass is incomplete. Knocked out of the hands of the attendant receiver by Sam Papiti. And that was a good ball thrown by Patton as he went down. And the attendant receiver that time for Roosevelt was their uh, big receiver, and that's Ryan Malloy. But it's incomplete right at midfield, Matt. Sam Papiti did a really good job of chasing that down and, and was beat a little bit on the play. And... Uh, Patton threw a heck of a ball down the field a long ways, but Papiti made up the ground, knocked the ball away just as it got to his, as the receiver stuck his hands out just like you're taught. All right, bring it fourth down and a line drive, and it's caught by Dowling. Short punt and a nice job by Connor Soliday, the uh, 5'11", 170-pound senior, one of the up men. I mean, really up men, yeah, makes was, the stop and uh, get rather the catch and be first down Dowling at the Ryder 29-yard line. So that is a – what a – 16-yard punt with no yeah. return. Now they come out on the offensive side and see if they can put a little drive together here and and uh, <clears throat> come off the line of scrimmage and, and make some gaps here for Hoschult as he's in the backfield again. All right. Jack Jepson, a quarterback for Dowling. As the Maroons lead it, 43-0 on the change of possession. Hoschult gets the fake and a nice pass caught. By the receiver on the far side by Jepson and getting the first down. Nice run after the catch that time. Now which receiver was out there as the Maroons have uh, 
That might have been their other tight end, and it was 93 for the Maroons, and that is Quincy Moore on the reception. Yeah. You concur, Mr. Uh, Chido? 35, actually. 35. Trig Troyer. Trig Troyer again. Second reception, and nice run after the catch again for Trig. Got a first down, down to the 15-yard line, pick up a 14. Here's a snap. Hauschel gets a handoff, slips a tackle, puts his head down, diving towards the 10, and the pile pushes him forward, and they finally blow the whistle, gain of about five. That was five yards that came out of nothing because there was not much room there as they continue to run blitz and send extra bodies up in there, and Hauschel ran by him, had a tough four-yard run, and, and uh, made something out of nothing right there. He certainly did. He's now interchanging their receivers as... Keegan McCune off the uh, injured list is in the contest for Dowling. One back in the backfield. That's Hauschilt. Jack Jepson, a quarterback. Here's the snap. They fake the Hauschilt, throw it near side. Caught by McCune inside the five. Touchdown, Dowling. How about that? Keegan McCune. Comes off the injured list. Yes, he did. 5'9", 170-pound senior, and he was injured through the first few games, and uh, we never – He's off the injured list now, obviously. McCune for the touchdown. Yeah, Jepson put it right on him and uh, made it so he could just catch it and turn and run and a couple yards into the end zone. Nice play. 49-0 Dowling. There's McCune from 10 yards out. Now the extra point. Curtis Horace for the extra point to kick up and good. He kicked it a long way. And that's still going. It might have ended up in the in the pool back yeah. there. All right, Dowling leading 50 to nothing with nine minutes to play. Fourth quarter, we'll return to McGrain Stadium here at Hoover High School. Dowling 50, Roosevelt nothing on Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. CTOiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line? It's for the kids and their future. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. All right, Dowling leading 50 to nothing with just under nine minutes to play. Curtis Horace will kick it off. High end over end kick fielded by Roosevelt at the eight. On the return for the Riders across the uh, 15, 20, and moving tacklers, and that is Eddie Fulton on the return. Gets it up across the 35 to near the 40-yard line. Eddie Fulton on the return, but uh, Curtis Horace. Curtis Horace. How about that? Yeah. John Chido, what's going on? We got a guy off the disabled list, McCune, with a touchdown from Jack Jepson. <clears throat> should mention that's Jack's first touchdown yeah. uh, thrown as a varsity player. And then uh, Horace doing some kicking. Johnny, enlighten us. Yeah. You, you know, I have to say this, Mark, because you you call everything about 90% the read option. And I was talking to Doc Schulte. 
now we're further in the game so we can talk about this. It's actually a run pass option. RPO. RPO. Yeah, and I'll, that's I'll exactly. Put... Jepson read it, pulled, pulled it because the guy that he was reading took a step forward in the box and hit McCoon on the touchdown. And then how about Curtis Horace? He has a leg. He can do it all. Huh? Yeah. My goodness. Well, they're, they did a good job tonight defending Horace. They've limited his catches, but his leg, he's got a point, point after touchdown and now a kickoff. And the Riders now with a first down, and they'll keep it on the ground, and that's uh, Patton will keep it. Jakari yep. Patton getting some yards from his own 39, advances it. I think he's got the first down across midfield into Dowling territory. Spotted out of bounds right at the 49 of Dowling, a pickup of 12. See a little bit of that speed that Jakari Patton has, and he was able to, on that on that option play right there, kept it and went off the left edge, and, well, we got a penalty. It'll be holding against Roosevelt. And I'll move the ball back to the Ryder 34. So it goes from the Dowling 49 back to the Roosevelt 34 on the holding call. And so the clock winds after they set the ball after the penalty. Correct. So 7.20 left to go, fourth quarter. First and 15, Roosevelt from their own 34. Dowling 50, Roosevelt nothing. Dowling led. At halftime, 36-0, and had the running clock in the latter minutes of the second quarter. And now Patton just dumps it off incomplete. Closest receiver that time for Roosevelt was Zahaj Collins, and he just saved himself some yardage there by he did. throwing the pass away. Jackson Miller was giving chase, and we've got um, Leo Thornton in the ball game right now playing some down linemen. Uh, he's got his hand on the ground here with one of that front four chasing down there, and I can't quite see who's on the other side. Here. Got Will Maybe. Kelly right here yep. playing the outside linebacker. And uh, we've or got Wyatt, Wyatt Jones in the ball game playing linebacker as well. And some other names in the Dowling defense. Josh, Josh, English Josh English playing strong safety, it looks like. All right. Second and 15, Roosevelt. Patton with the throw. Pass is caught and upended is the receiver that time. Hudson Miller in a nice individual effort that time. <laughs> Dowling on the de- de- defense. I think Will, it was Will Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, Will Kelly. We just mentioned him. He makes a nice play out there and uh, gets, a, gets a tackle. Six-yard nice gain by it. Miller, but he felt it after uh, he was yes, upended he by, Mil- by uh, Kelly. Third and nine, Roosevelt. Under six minutes to play. Dowling 50 to nothing. Matt? Tommy Brooks in the ball game up front there in that defensive front as well. And it looks, yes. Now Brooks listed as a fullback, but he's actually, and the pass is incomplete through lateral pass again. Intended receiver for Roosevelt. They went to the right of the formation, Hudson Miller, but that was thrown in a lot of traffic there. That was. Bring up fourth down. Cale Jackson's in the ball game right there. Pennington was in the backfield and, and made him throw through his arms right there, playing that playing that edge rusher and uh, a lot of pressure back there. And, and Roosevelt with five minutes of running clock is going for it on fourth down. Yeah, fourth and nine riders from their own 40. Need to get to the... Just near midfield for a first down. Patton back to throw. Looks downfield. Has a man running one-on-one. It's caught over the shoulder. Catch by Ryan Malone. He's knocked out of bounds. Defended by Dowling's Will Kelly. But first down, Roosevelt. Well-placed ball. 
by Patton. And a nice catch by Malloy over the shoulder. Yeah, Patton really threw a nice ball down the field there, and he had some pressure, but he stepped up in the pocket and hit his receiver on the money. And uh, all English could do is just, or Will Kelly could do, is push him out of bounds. So a 48-yard reception, first down, Roosevelt at the Dowling 12. This is the deepest Roosevelt's been in Dowling territory. Patton downfield looking. And he fires it out, incomplete. Once again, intended receiver was Malloy, and he just let him a little too far. Malloy was open, but he just overthrew him. Let's see, we got a Tim Dang coming back in the ball game for the Maroons, and uh, Wyatt Jones back in as well. And we've got Jordan Watson out there playing corner on the opposite side of the field near the Dowling bench. Right, the Tim, Tim Dang's on the homecoming court. Oh, we haven't got yeah. That'll be in a few weeks, right? Yeah, a little ways away, yeah. Yeah. All right, Patton now with two receivers right, two to the left. Back to throw on second and ten. Patton now will step up in the pocket, wants to run, and he's going to be driven down near the five-yard line as he waited for everybody to uh, separate and finally tackled by Jackson Miller. Jackson Miller makes a nice open field tackle there for the Maroons, save a touchdown. Six-yard game by Patton down to the six-yard line to bring up third and five. Roosevelt can get a first down. Looks like inside the four, is it right? Yeah, it's third and uh, it's third and four right now. Third and four. They can get a first down at the one. A little bit of a fire drill going on right here as everybody's yeah. trying to get lined up. All right, Patton does. He gets receiver to one receiver to right, man in motion right to left. Patton fakes the jet sweep. Option play to the right. Pitch out goes to Desmond Campbell, and he's driven out of bounds. No gain of the play. So we went we fake jet sweep, go option right. And knocked out of bounds and no game. Still short of the first down, so it is fourth and three. With and Jackson Miller makes a nice play there to save the touchdown and save the first down. So it is fourth and th- fourth and four. They're calling it. And needs to get to the one. The ball is actually on the four. So yeah, fourth and three on the four-yard line. Roosevelt with two receivers right, one to the left. Patton. Out of the shotgun. He's got one back in the backfield. Here's the snap. Fakes the handoff. Now gives the handoff and hit and dropped immediately. And Dowling was all over that. Lucas Hilligus. Lucas Hilligus. In the backfield. And the runes hold on downs. Lucas Hilligus saves the shutout for the Maroons as he <laughs> as he blitzes through there, reads the play well, and makes a tackle in the backfield for the Maroons. So Dowling will take over with a minute and a half to go here in the fourth quarter, leading 50 to nothing. And, John Chido, does this make it any easier for you? Post game? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my headphones out, so I missed the whole segment. So I, I have to admit it. Uh, <laughs> well, at least you're honest. Um, I could have made something up, but the excitement of the crowd, there's no way I would have gotten away with that one. <laughs> I was going to go down my questionnaire for you, Johnny. What is a Mike linebacker? That is the middle linebacker, strong side. So you got Mike and Will, the two inside linebackers. Your Mike is, is your strong side, and your Will is your weak side. All right, Jeremiah Vadane gets the carry for yep. Dowling from the four-yard line. And uh, one more snap, maybe. Yep, up yep. to the six, gain of two for Vadane. All right, Johnny, one more here. What is a bandit linebacker? 
Bandit is your weak side outside backer. Your rover is your strong side outside backer. All right, now here's a trick question for you. What is a rider linebacker? Because that's what Roosevelt has used all that night. That would be the same thing as a rover. It would be their strong side outside backer. All right, here's a Donald Wynn on the carry for Dowling, and that might do it. See, what so, happens is you get all these coaches that just sit around. we got to come up with a different name for them, you know, yeah. and, Make it special. What'd you call those? You didn't. You didn't ever call it a rider linebacker. I wasn't smart enough to name him a bunch of different things. <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny knew the answer. I tried to trick him. Even the rider linebacker. And you know what? Work. You could get me with is the different pass routes that they call. Oh yeah. Not a stop. It's a hits route yeah. now. I, I, I would never do that to you. A no, I would never. Route. You're the run coordinator. I know better. I, the pass coordinator, Andy. Good there's, to see you. There's only so many things in that passing tree you can call those things. Final score, Dowling 50, Roosevelt nothing here at McGrain Stadium. The Maroons, go. their record now goes to 5-0. and Riders fall to 2-3. and And uh, we'll go to our postgame show after uh, this. We'll have statistics from Jarrett Seifert. Found out how to text us both and get it to us. So uh, right. we like that. Their Dowling coaches are across the way, not in the press box tonight. They have their own little setup. Because uh, of the small press box here, but we appreciate Coach Seifert getting them over here. Dowling 50, Roosevelt nothing. Our final score. We'll take a break. Come back with post-game interviews. John Chida will catch up with uh, Dowling players and head coach Tom Wilson. I think the Facebook uh, group will stay with us too. The uh, Pollocks will be part of that for a little bit. And along with Matt Mandring, I'm Mark Amadale. We'll return to McGrain Stadium after these messages. Final score: Dowling 50, Roosevelt nothing. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I went to church and just sat there and listened. I really didn't absorb anything. I think I just found myself believing that I didn't need God. I just had everything under control, and church was actually a a burden to me. I had this sin that I carried in my heart for a long time, and I told myself for many, many years that the Lord wouldn't forgive me for this. When, When Father in the confessional says, your sins are forgiven, there truly is a a feeling of of weight lifted off. I don't care if it's two or three little sins that you're carrying, there's a feeling of I can breathe deeply again. I feel pure inside and and I'm ready to come to Mass. You can have a beautiful car, a big fancy home. If you don't have Christ in your life, there's an emptiness that's there. When you come home to the to the church, you're coming home to a Catholic family where people today just embrace you. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. KWKY Des Moines. K233BT Des Moines. KIHS Adel. And welcome back to McGrain Stadium here at Hoover High School. Mark Hamadale, Matt Maindring. Final score tonight, Dowling 50, Roosevelt nothing. Dowling improves its record to 5-0. and They're ranked second in Class 5A in the Associated Press poll. Roosevelt falls to two wins and three losses on the year. And uh, up next for Dowling, traveling on the road again next week to Ankeny as they take on the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars at Ankeny Stadium. For Roosevelt, they'll be on the road Friday night, traveling to Sioux City North, 7 o'clock kickoff as uh, Sioux City North will host Roosevelt at Morningside College. Olsen Stadium up there. And uh, we got our halftime stats from Mr. Seifert. And now we have our final statistics from uh, Jared Seifert. And we'll see how this goes. You pull them up in your phone, and all of a sudden they're there. Yeah, love, they are. Love that. All right. For Dowling Catholic, and i got to look this back here. 
This is going to be one of the lowest yards rushing. I see game, that. Maybe in a long, long time. I see that. As uh, we'll start with uh, Dante Catalla at passing. He went uh, 14 for 19 passing, one interception and two touchdowns, 136 yards in the night for Catalla. Jack Jefferson, four out of seven passing for 62 yards and a touchdown to uh, Trey Wilson. Leading receiver for Dowling tonight, Hank Brown. Seven catches, 55 yards. Will Leifker, four catches for 36 yards. Trey Wilson, two catches for 28 yards. And Trig Troyer, two catches for 27 yards. Luke Reichart, one catch for 24 yards. Rashad Davis, one catch for 17 yards. And finally for Dowling, Keegan McCune, one catch, 11 yards, and a touchdown, touchdown. coming off the uh, injured list for the Maroons rushing, as you mentioned, Rashad Davis. Dowling was probably a season low, but that was for a reason. Rashad, seven carries, 34 yards tonight, and a pair of touchdowns. Steve Hauschild, two carries for four yards. Cataldo, one carry for one yard. Middleton, one carry for one yard. Don Wynn, one carry for one yard. Jeremiah Vidane, one carry for one yard. And all right, That's and now good. for Roosevelt. Now the Roosevelt stats. And for the Riders... Jakari Patton, 11 out of 26 passing, 109 yards, and one interception. Leading rusher for Roosevelt was Jaden Davidson, eight carries for 21 yards. Patton, five carries for 25 yards. Josh Calderon, four carries for four yards for the Riders. And Terrence Hill off the injured list, one carry for four yards tonight. Leading receiver for the Rough Riders, Hudson Miller, five catches for 43 yards. Ryan Malloy, three catches for 59 yards. And Jalen Seals, one catch for one yard. And I think also in there, number 21, Jaden Davidson out of the backfield, two catches for six yards. So that's a look at the uh, some of the numbers tonight, total yardage. Dowling had 16 first downs, 12 for Roosevelt. And the Maroons averaged... Let's see. They had a 223 yards of total offense for Dowling on 42 plays. Riders had 46 plays for 163 yards. Dowling averaging five and a half yards per carry and Rose or per play, and Roosevelt averaging three yards per play. Both teams with, with a turnover. Maroons were one of six in third down conversions. Roosevelt two for 11. Dowling 0 for one in fourth down conversions, and the Riders were three of five in fourth down conversions. So. All right, that's the uh, numbers tonight, 50 to nothing Dowling. You're listening to the postgame show here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Mark Amadale alongside Matt Maindring. I want to thank the Pollock family, uh, Jess and uh, Addie. They have now exited stage right, and in comes Papa Pollock to produce the <laughs> live stream. Let's go down the field. John Chido, you've got a, well, if you got a swarm of people around you, players, it's usually the offensive line. John Chido, take it away. Who you got? I have uh, on the Dowling defensive line, right, Adam Pennington, uh, who came up with a block punt, right? Correct? That is correct. Well, we gave you credit. We gave you credit, so you're going to have to take credit where due. <laughs> uh, but, Adam, hey, great game tonight. I mean, you're all over the field, your excitement. Uh, you're in that backfield uh, the whole part of the second half. Just kind of tell us about your experience on the field tonight. Well, as someone who doesn't get in as much and is mostly a scout team player, it, it was nice, especially seeing everybody get in and being able to get playing time, and then us being very supportive of us while we were on the sideline cheering us on because we, we know that they don't get much playing time. So it's nice to see that. Mark or Matt? 
Uh, Adam, good job out there tonight. It was fun to see, you know, getting that pressure on that punt team, and, and it means that all assets, all portions of the game are so important. But talk about what that means for you out there uh, coming out here on a Friday night and doing that. Well, Thursday night, sir. Thursday uh, night, true. Yeah, <laughs> way to correct me. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, de- it's definitely fun. It means a lot to me. I grew up loving this program. I knew I was going to be here, and it's just a blessing to be here. Adam, what a night it was. It was great to call that punt block, and you guys uh, put the offense in great field position with your special teams. Punt return didn't get any work tonight, but punt block sure did, and you were a big part of that. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, best of luck to you. What Are, are you junior, senior? senior? Senior, sir. Congratulations. What are you going to do next? What's your, uh, what's your goals? Uh, sir, my goal is to just have fun tonight. Oh, you just did. Hey, thanks for being on the radio, Adam. No problem, sir. All right, Adam Pennington here on Iowa Catholic Radio. You know, that that that's a lot of fun. I know Johnny's getting uh, the next interview set up. We'll give him some time, but uh, uh, he is a lot of fun. And you yeah, see why yeah. he's on special teams, because yes. that is where uh, it's where the I characters just, live. Well, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Maindring said that, everybody. Mr. Yeah. Maindring said that. Uh, that is right. All right, Johnny, you ready to go? Take it away. I have Hank Brown here, uh, Dowling wide receiver. Hank, uh, congratulations. Great night tonight. Uh, they were doing, pre- I noticed, press coverage on the outside. Left you open, uh, and you were able to catch the ball in space and uh, make things happen. And uh, The catch in the end zone, uh, it was a corner route, correct? And Yeah, okay. See, I actually got something right. So, kind of walk us through that play a little bit. Uh, I saw the safety was off. He was man coverage, man eyes. Uh, Playing heavy inside leverage, so I just stemmed him in a little bit and then ran to the back pylon. line. And Dante had a good throw, a perfect throw. Mark or Matt? Yeah, you know, Hank, last week, you know, it was Horace getting all the catches, and tonight it was you, and you caught it in space and finally got a, a good ball from Dante into the end zone. He actually laid it under there, and you went up and got it. We couldn't tell if you came down inbounds and, uh, and what, but nice catch. You high-pointed the ball just like you're taught. Uh, yeah, uh, Van Veen goes with a lot of high-pointing drills and individual, and, you know, at the end of the day, it just went back to teaching. So, Hey, Hank, you know, in, the, in that corner route there, does that crown the field make any difference on that? Was that a little different playing with that crown tonight? Uh, no, you know, it, made no, it made no difference. I mean, I'm st- it's the game atmosphere. It was all the same. You know, I was just locked in, so, yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm going downhill on that throw, so it gives me a couple <laughs> extra mile per hour to my, my speed. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, Hank, next week it's Ankeny Centennial. That'll be a top ten matchup, a TV game, TV 13. What do you think about uh, taking on the Jaguars next week in their territory? Uh, they got some good players. You know, they're a very good team, fundamentally sound team, but I still think we can pull out the win. All right, well, have a great week of practice, and uh, we'll see you next Friday night. All right, thank you. Hank Brown joined us here in the postgame show with John Chido on the field. There they go. There they go. The mosh pit now. See, the, the offensive line started that, and they stuck around tonight, so I'll give That's them that. That's good. And yeah. the hard thing for these guys is, you you know, you're used to not coming back to school <laughs> yeah. after a ball game. So playing on a Thursday night, you got to turn around and come back in tomorrow. You do. That's right. Let's go down to John Chido. He has head coach Tom Wilson uh, here on the postgame show after Dowling's win, 50 to nothing over Des Moines Roosevelt. Johnny? Or maybe not. Nation on a hard-fought win tonight, and we saw a lot of players get some action tonight uh, throughout the whole ball game. And it's it, nice to see the excitement on the sideline and see those guys uh, get in there tonight. Well, it was, and you know, you hate to talk about it, but you you mention it, and we wanted to uh, get a lot of players in tonight. Fortunately, we did, and I think one of the big things was just seeing the excitement of the rest of the kids. 
uh, when kids did well. You know, Joel on the on the pick six that was fun, and you know I saw you interviewing Pennington, which is a great deal. I might have taken some veto power on that one, but uh, good thing for him. Matter, Mark. Coach Rami's distracting us up here. Um, <laughs> it, it, Coach, talk about, you know, going into the game night, only 34, I think we had 35, 36 yards on the ground and, and that much in the air. Was that an expectation coming into the game? Uh, to be honest with you, what they did is they changed their entire defense. They, they started playing a three-man front, uh, which they'd been a four-man front all year, and so basically you take the play script and throw it out, and uh, we're, we were going on the fly, and so um, you know, I didn't. I didn't feel like um, our O line was adjusting to to the technique that they were playing, so I just started throwing it. Well, coach, uh, certainly a game in which we thought you'd get a lot of players in, and a lot of them were seniors that uh, you know are, are kind of backups or reserves. They give you a lot of good looks in practice, but uh, tonight a lot of them got in, and we'll start at quarterback. Jack Jefferson got his first touchdown pass of the year to your son, who got his first touchdown reception of the year, Matt. Or, uh, Tom? Yeah, it was uh, happy for Jep. Uh, does everything we asked him asked him to do, and he he works. And and uh, it's like I told him, you know, we're going to run the offense when you're in there. And and I just didn't want him to turn around and handing off. Uh, even his first couple completions, to be honest with you, I thought they were great passes. Uh, we just didn't connect on the first one. Then it was pass interference on the second. But he threw that only where I our guy could have had a chance to catch it. So good for him. Well, Coach, you got an extra day off before you prepare for Ankeny Centennial. That'll be a great game next week, TV game. I know uh, TV 13 will be there. But uh, you get an extra day off, and I think you and the coaching staff and the players need that. Well, we'll take it. Uh, you know, it seems like a, a crazy schedule a little bit for us with a Saturday game, Thursday game. And uh, for Mr. Mainring, I hope those kids get to school tomorrow. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, thanks for joining us here on the uh, postgame show and, of course, uh, throughout the season on pregame and halftime and best of luck next week all right thank you congratulations tom wilson the head football coach at dowling catholic join us here on the post game show and we're going to take a break but before we take a break we're going to say so long to our live stream feed tonight through the dowling facebook page dowling catholic football facebook page and our thanks to addy pollock for running that and her mom jess and uh, the old man old andy's up here closing out and uh, uh thanks to them it was a nice feature to have that link was also on the twitter page so uh, we want to thank uh, Andy Pollock and all the f- fine folks. And, uh, of course, the Greater Moines Catholic Football League, the presiding sponsor for that. So we'll say go- so long to our uh, Facebook folks. A, a first. A first after 42 years. 42 years I had, I'm on Facebook. Yeah. I don't have a Facebook account, but I'm on Facebook. That's great. All right. Well, thank you, and Andy Pollock, and all you yeah, do thanks, for, uh, for sports here in central Iowa. And, again, the final 50 to nothing, Dowling over Roosevelt. We'll be back on Iowa Catholic Radio for final thoughts after these messages. Support for programming comes from Klein Electric, a local family-oriented electrical contractor, a 100% employee-owned company with branches across the Midwest to provide comprehensive electrical services. Klein Electric is able to help with any residential and commercial project. Learn more at kleinelectric.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. Ashworthvision.com. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Catholic United Financial, a member-owned, not-for-profit financial services company that connects, protects, and generously impacts the families, parishes, and schools in Iowa communities. For over 145 years, Catholic United has helped build stable and secure financial futures for Midwest families. Learn more about how Catholic United Financial can help you and your local parish. Contact Tara Weiss or Peter Orm at 1-800-568-6670 or visit CatholicUnitedFinancial.org. Welcome back to McGrain Stadium here on the campus of Hoover High School. Mark Amadeo, Matt Mainring. Final segment, we want to thank everybody involved with tonight's game, uh, including Brady Grimm back at uh, Iowa Catholic Radio, our studio producer. And, uh, Matt, hard to believe, Thursday night, first football game in a long time. Yes, I have called some Thursday night games in the 40-some years, but uh, this is the first one in quite some time, and it was all due to once that stadium opens up, at uh, Drake, the uh, the second stadium there, that's going to alleviate that. Well, there's still going to be Thursday night games uh, if you're involved with the Des Moines schools, and we are with yeah. Des Moines Roosevelt. So that'll happen, but uh, it does happen. And uh, <laughs> tomorrow, well, kids got to go back. It's not yeah, a free day tomorrow or no, anything like that. Not a free day. If tomorrow. you were in the band, the cheerleader, or football yeah, player, yeah. you still got to go to school. Okay, there you go. Sure of that. <laughs> We'll take attendance right away. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah, 815, <laughs> there comes everybody straggling in. You know, it's you know you don't have many of these. And I think in that old in that old playoff format that they had for a few years, you had some you had some Thursdays in there as they ended the season. Right. And uh, but then it was still it's it's you know it is hard on kids to play like this and to play a sport like football and then to bounce back and and be in in the morning. But our kids will be there, and uh, it's it's something that. Um, you know, that coach will hold them accountable for, and that's all a part of being in the program. Sure is. Well, the Maroons led 36 nothing at halftime and a pair of touchdown runs by uh, Rashad Davis and a pair of touchdown passes from Dante Cataldo to Hank Brown and to Trey Wilson. Nick Frerichs in the first half with a, uh, a fumble recovery in the end zone after the block by Adam Pennington was the Maroons' touchdowns in the first half. And in the second half, uh, uh, Joel Sanko on a 35-yard Pick six for Dowling Catholic, made it 43-0. And then uh, Keegan McCune uh, with a uh, 10-yard touchdown reception from quarterback Jack Jepson closed out scoring with nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And the Ruins pitched the shutout 50 to nothing over Des Moines Roosevelt. Well, Matt, next Friday night we'll be in Ankeny. Hopefully the weather will hold. It'll be Ankeny Centennial taking on Dowling Catholic and the uh, Jaguars uh, having a tremendous season. They're uh, one of those top ten teams you'd like to see. Currently seventh-ranked Ankeny Centennial, and they'll be in action tomorrow night. I know they uh, they have a game uh, tomorrow, and uh, that'll be a very important game for them as uh, they take on winless Des Moines East at Ankeny Stadium, but uh, that'll set up the Dowling Centennial game uh, next Friday night in eight more days. Yeah, that's a, that's a big game, you know, and that's going to be a game that uh, a lot of people have their eyes on looking to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ankeny, you know, Centennial, the way they started out and, you know, a couple bumps in there. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But tomorrow night we're in Van Meter. That's right, you will be. You're going to watch your son's team. <laughs> going to uh, watch the son play. Yeah, or no, it's not play. We're going to watch him coach tomorrow night. Yeah. But it does give a, you know, I've no, listened to the coaches. It gets a, a lot of coaches going to be out going to different things, going to see family and, you know, watch watch football because it is a part of the blood, and and uh, and so it's this is okay to have a Thursday night game in here. It sure is. Well, Matt, thanks for uh, hanging yeah, out here in the uh, Hoover Press Box. Haven't been here yeah. in quite a while. Last time we were here was a playoff game, I think. Yeah. 
So uh, we appreciate everything. And, uh, Matt, we'll talk to you uh, next week. And uh, uh, looking forward to the, the game in Ankeny. There will be a big crowd there. You want to get there yeah. early. I know that. Yeah. All right. And that'll, that'll wrap things up from uh, Hoover High School as McGrain Stadium was the host for tonight's Dowling-Roosevelt game. Again, Dowling the winner, 50 to nothing. The Maroons go to 5-0 and on the season, ranked number two in Class 5A. The Roosevelt Rough Riders fall to two wins and three losses on the year, and they travel to Sioux City next Friday night, taking on Sioux City North at Olson Stadium on the campus of Morningside College. So our thanks to Tom Wilson, all the folks at Dowling, Colleen Webb, Jaron Herring, and, of course, our studio producer is Brady Grimm. Our thanks to Roosevelt head football coach Jared Barnett and his coaching staff, athletic director Andy Wade, did a great job all week getting us uh, set up. Kathy Smith, the athletic secretary, our thanks to them. Our next broadcast on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network will be next Friday night, September 29th, week six of the high school football season, number two Dowling at number seven Ankeny Centennial from Ankeny Stadium. We'll be on the air at 630 kickoff at seven o'clock so join us for the broadcast next friday night from uh, northwood northview middle school ankeny stadium so once again the final score tonight in class 5a district football dowling 50 roosevelt nothing and uh, for matt mandring and john chidel this is mark amadale for our studio producer once again brady Grimm, and for all the uh, uh, folks from the live stream uh, Addie and Jess Pollock running the live stream on Facebook and the Dowling Catholic Football Facebook page. We appreciate simulcasting with them tonight. This is Mark Emmerdale saying, for John Chido, have a pleasant good evening tonight and uh, a blessed and faith-filled week. We'll talk to you next Friday night. Coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Klein Electric, Catholic United Financial, Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Bozen the Florist. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The preceding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.